Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Austin Eckler. Is he done? I'm going to tell you why I think Austin Eckler is done. Yes and no. And, and Diggs, Diggs is 30 years old. We did this exercise already. Ziggy, how old is Stefan Diggs? He says 30. Stefan Diggs is 29 years old. He was born on November 29, Watch, watch. Ziggy, isn't Stefan Diggs 30 years old? Here you go. Ziggy off. He's he's ridiculous. Diggs is 30. Don't listen to Ziggy. Um, turns 30. Uh, turns 31 this coming offseason. Is he done? I, I'm going to say that the likelihood of Diggs resurging in a different situation that is better than this current one is unlikely. So I think both of these guys are extreme avo- avoids for me in 2024. And I don't know that we can get any sort of I don't know, rejuvenation out of Diggs. This was an ideal scenario tonight for Diggs to flourish, and they took him out of the game. He was frustrated. He was flustered. Josh Allen ran a touchdown in. Uh, I don't know if this is the one to Gabe Davis or the one that he ran in. He may have run it in. And they, they, they cut over to Diggs, and he was mad. He was mad that the team scored because he wasn't the one that punched it in. He's a selfish man. He's a selfish man. He's turning into Antonio Brown. And we're going to talk about both these guys and your week 16. And Pickens, what a day Pickens had. An absolute monster on a lot of our benches, regrettably. But, you know, how did you? How would you start him? You know, we had about, I don't know, how many freaking questions last night. Maybe, I don't know, you guys guessed uh, 500, whatever. Not one of them included Pickens. And I bet you a lot of people had Pickens on their bench. He, he just wasn't included into any of the questions last night. And, and rightfully so. He's been MIA. He's been an attitude problem on the field, but he's one of the most talented players in the National Football League. Good God, Pickens is so talented. He's just seeping out of the pores. This guy is just an amazing physical specimen. And this is why we loved him in the offseason. But admittedly, I had him on the bench. I had him in a lineup in uh, two leagues out of probably six. I, I, I'm admitting to you, I had him on the bench in four leagues. Pickens, how did I know? How did you know? How did anybody know Pickens was going to actually try in this game or that the Steelers would have done good? The Fantasy Football Show begins right now. Live from the FantasyFootballShow.com studios, it's the Fantasy Football Show. Live! Live! 
Monday through Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern. Smitty is also live whenever news breaks. Live whenever news breaks, live after games to recap everything. We do have a few pieces of news that I want to get to. Uh, first and foremost, you know, we're going to probably break down this game. I, I do want to say that Michael Pittman has been ruled out. That news was kind of, uh, we, we talked about that last night. Rom was talking about that last night that I went live and uh, very, very shortly after I went live or right when I went live, new news on Michael Pittman, uh, broke that he had, uh, a shoulder issue on top of. Uh, the concussion protocol, which he had cleared, and everybody thought, oh my God, you know, Michael Pitt, Michael Pittman is going to be able to play. He cleared the concussion protocol, but he has been ruled out. So let me let me put this on screen right here and uh, drag this over so you guys can see what I'm talking about here. Michael Pittman ruled out for week 16, which is definitely uh, uh, a nuisance for people that thought that they were going to get this guy back into their lineup. So Here's that piece of news. ESPN's Adam Schefter reports Michael Pittman concussion shoulder, and it's the shoulder, not the concussion. I don't even know why they're listing concussion here because he cleared the protocol. That's supposedly not even in concern right now. But remember what I told you earlier that concussions, just because you're currently not in a concussive state, which is the only real test the the league does or teams do to see if a player can play. Are you in the concussion concussive state right now? No? Okay, he cleared the protocol. But concussion experts and specialists have said that doesn't tell you what you you really shouldn't be going back a week later and there's it's a possibility it's the shoulder but i wonder if there's something behind closed doors too that we'll find out later or we won't find out maybe we don't find out maybe it is just the shoulder i'm just speculating that maybe he's like i don't feel right i may have passed the protocol but that protocol is is freaking tape duct tape it's not it's not the real deal so we'll find out later on that maybe maybe not but he's he's not going to be When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Plan for you in Week 16, which is a damn shame. There's so many injuries, so many crazy things have gone down. Uh, just absolutely uh, uh, ravaged. Our lineups have been ravaged this year with injuries, and it just keeps on. The, 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 the punches just keep coming. And this one right here, good God. Good God. Look at this stat line, if you will. What an amazing... Amazing specimen this man George Pickens is. I want to drop this on the screen and then we'll get to this Buffalo game. Then we'll get to uh, Eckler and Diggs and what we think of that. George Pickens erupts for four receptions. Just four. He pulled in just four passes for 195, two touchdowns. Massive touchdown receptions. One of 86 yards. The other, I forget what it was in the 60s, 70s, something like that. But George Pickens, two monster 50-plus yard 
touchdown receptions, just manhandling defenders, manhandling, manhandling. Anybody that comes around him, he is a specimen, I tell you. But the problem has been his attitude. He hasn't tried. We've literally got footage of him not even trying to pick up a football that's rolling by his feet. We have the next week footage of him totally not blocking on a play that would have resulted in a touchdown That because he didn't have the football similar to this man. This is a miniature version of this man if he's not careful because this man wasn't getting the football and punching the, 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 the this is like last week, punching the football in himself. He doesn't want to participate in blocking, helping out. There's so much footage of this guy giving up on a play, walking away while the play's still going on around him. The ball's rolling by him. But good God, he is so talented. Just oozing with talent. This guy's bleeding talent, just seeping out his pores. As we said all offseason, one of the most talented wide receivers physically in the NFL. It's just a shame a lot of them, a lot of us had him on the bench. Again, I admitted, admittedly have had him in two lineups out of six this weekend in my redraft leagues. And in one dynasty is included in there somewhere. But out of six leagues, one of them being dynasty, I had Pickens in two lineups out of six. And 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 everybody else watching right now probably had the same sort of ratio going on. Because how could you trust him over a Higgins or, you know, Higgins had a good day too. Higgins was fantastic in his eruption today. A lot of you had Higgins and you needed him to explode. And boy, did he explode. Um, Higgins was has been kind of hit and miss all year. T. Higgins has been up and down. But dude has had a phenomenal day. Let me pull up his line here and put this on screen phenomenal day against the Pittsburgh Steelers and can we hats off to the Steelers for coming out Ron Navy I think is in the building for coming out and doing what nobody expected them to do look like a team look like a team that wanted to win look like a team that could move the offense um honestly no I I don't think anybody even Ron Navy expected um uh any anything solid out of this passing attack you know no no picket Moved on from Trubisky. Um, Rudolph, the red-nosed reindeer, comes in and and absolutely looks phenomenal. And 5 for 8, 140, going back to the, the Bengals, sorry. 5 for 8, 5 receptions, 140 and a touchdown out of T. Higgins. Totally stepping up. Kind of like, like let's be honest, guys. We You know how much we love the offseason talk around here. Goodness gracious, this guy's playing for a contract. This guy's playing for number one wide receiver money. You know what this also means, though? Either the Bengals are going to pony up massive, massive dollars, which I don't know they're going to, or he's going to be elsewhere in 2024. Where is he going to be? What team needs a wide receiver one? Could he go? I don't want him to go to Houston because we've got Tank Dell over there. We've got Nico Collins. We don't want we don't want him going over there and watering down the the potential workload divide over there. Maybe the Chargers could be looking at T. Higgins. Maybe this is something that we we see T. Higgins all of a sudden become Justin Herbert's number one wide receiver for the future as Keenan Allen is getting older. Ziggy, how old is Keenan Allen? Don't trust Ziggy fully, though. Keenan Allen is 31 years old. 31 years old. Ziggy, off. He'll be 32 years old, Keenan Allen. I know everybody wants to say, Smitty, he did it at 31. And him doing it at 31 this year gives some hope to Diggs doing it at 30, 
31. Because if Keenan Allen did it at 31, Diggs could do it at 31. But 32 is a different monster. And at the end of the day, you can say that Keenan Allen did it all year. But at the end of the day, he wasn't. he's not there. He's not there right now. He's injured right now. And a lot of guys are. So it's hard to really say, oh, that really tells us anything. But he's 32 years old. T. Higgins is needed in this what should be a young build around Justin Herbert go forward situation. And I think T. Higgins would be a fantastic fit. I wouldn't mind seeing T. Higgins as a Cardinal. That's not a bad idea, Matt. That's fantastic. Patrick Mahomes throwing to this man, T. Higgins, to the Kansas City Chiefs. Look, that is probably the most realistic scenario I can think of. And I think I see a few Chiefs in there. A couple people said Mahomes, Mahomes. Mahomes throwing to this guy. And, you know, we've seen players go to the Chiefs and not quite be what we thought they'd be. We've seen Clyde Edwards-Alaire go there, think he's going to be a monster. This KC offense should just make anybody a stud, right? And then things don't go as as planned necessarily. Kadarius Tony should be a monster. Look, Rasheed Rice is kind of a wide receiver one, right? So that it's kind of... You don't necessarily want to see T. Higgins there for that reason. If you own Rasheed Rice, if you're expecting big things out of Rasheed Rice. But good God, T. Higgins going to the Chiefs, it's necessary. There's a reason the Chiefs are struggling. They don't have anybody aside from this man. Uh, did, did did Ray G. just drop $250? Did, am I seeing, like... Am I seeing things, or did Ray G just drop a $250 hauler on the live stream? Is this a conversion? Is this a? Is this one of the peso conversions that I th- I think's a twenty and it's not? It's a two dollar hauler. Two fifty? Is that correct? Is that correct? Alert! Super chat alert! Let me tell you something, Ray G. I just picked up every single one of these. Every single one of these I'm throwing in the air at once for Ray G for the $250 Monster Hauler. You ready, Ray G? You ready for your make it rain moment? Alert. Super chat alert. <laughs> that that was about that was a lot. That was a lot. That equates to what would would be uh I don't know how many, 100, 150 bills. I think I just threw up in the air. Ray G coming in strong. Can we can we send Pickens and Higgins to the moon, Smitty? These guys have me off to a great start on my chip team that I drafted. Not only is Ray G a baller dropping 250 haulers, but Ray G started Pickens. And he's a legend for keeping the faith and putting him in his lineup. Ray G, I'm sorry. I, I decline your request to send Higgins and Pickens and you to the moon because I'm sending you to Saturn. To Saturn. Ray G, you are the man, the myth, the legend. Ray G, you have further places to go than the moon, my son. You were going to Saturn. Ray G dropping monster wads all over the screen. Ray G, appreciate you, my, my broski. Let's put Ray G over in the corner. Oh, you know what we got to also do? Put Ray G on the... He is a unicorn. I mean, for real, Reggie. Like, what are we do? What are we doing here? 
A star was born tonight. A star was born tonight. Ray G, appreciate you. Let's put you right smack in the middle here. Ray G dropping the biggest single super chat in a long time. So, Ray G, appreciate you so much, my guy. You are an absolute monster, a menace. Uh, uh, five for eight, 140 and a touch. T. Higgins was a monster. These are both Ray G's wide receivers. George Pickens erupts for four, 195 and two. Fantastic job, Ray G. Uh, way to go, pal. Okay, where were we at? Before we get into... Let's see here. Before we get into anything else, let's real quickly talk about Eckler and Diggs and then open the phone line in a little bit. Ray G, if Ray G wants to call, he can call right now. Eckler had 15 totes of the rock. Let's start with that. Now, I don't know if you heard me. The verbiage I used on this show was, is Eckler done? Yes and no. The reason I say no and there's any sort of caveat at all involved there is that Eckler does feel like he has a little bit of gas left in the tank and a little bit of acceleration. I just think he can't put it all together anymore for a string of games past this season. I really don't think that next year he's going to be any good. I think he's going to get hurt right away. I think his burst is going to be gone. I think he'll have good hands potentially. The situation's got to improve. Where is he going to be? If he's even there, he's probably going to be elsewhere. But who's going to pay a 29-year-old running back that couldn't stay healthy and had no stats to show for, looked like he dropped off? He's going to be competing for a job somewhere. This man expected this is, and I don't blame. Him. Look, I'm, I don't, I don't even want to like say this in a way that seems demeaning to the man who's trying to ask for a paycheck and get paid because he freaking deserves it. Like Eckler should be getting ten million dollars as a thank you, as an exit interview payment by this team because of what he did. Let's first before we get in this any sort of like negative kind of talk even though i'm not ripping on this man as a person or anything or his past or what he's done for us let's give him a standing ovation because eckler gave us fantasy football glory for years and he deserves our respect so everybody i want everybody even at home if you're in bed right now you got the covers over you i want you to stand up with me and let's give him a standing ovation Eckler, 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 this is for you, bro. Eckler, you absolutely have touched all of our hearts for many years. Eckler, you small monster. You are are the the definition of a Rudy, you know, Rudiger in the actual NFL. Small back, did it through the air. If you guys remember in Eckler's early days, Eckler was nothing more than a two or three or at most 450-yard rushing running back. And he was still a top five running back because he was more wide receiver than he was any sort of running back, even though he lined up in the backfield. This is what Melvin Gordon, Melvin Gordon, Thunder and Lightning. And so for some of you that didn't play back then, Eckler would get 350, 400 yards and well over 1,000 yards receiving, 100 receptions, 90 receptions, whatever, double-digit touchdowns. And all of his stats were lopsided toward the receiving department. Then Melvin Gordon exited he was thrusted into the starting role. He was too small. How is he going to hold up? He did. He did. And Eckler deserves kudos. He deserves flowers. He was marvelous. Even under uh, the conditions that should have broken him because he's a smaller 
uh, lesser version than in terms of stature and, and kind of frame and style of play and build. He's not McCaffrey. McCaffrey's not the biggest back, but he's not McCaffrey. He's not even Alvin Kamara. He is, he's not anything of the sort. He's a smaller version that somehow, some way stayed healthy, even between the tackles as a grinded out between the tackle running back. So hats off to Austin Eckler. Absolutely. Just unbelievable. However, however, um, what, what is, what is this guy saying now? Uh, let's see guys. I'm back. What's he saying? Is he is you guys are all you guys are so cool, guys? Says SpongeBob. Well, guess what, SpongeBob? You don't have to be here at all. Like, let's just let's just figure let's just mix let's figure that out. That's ironed out. Good, SpongeBob. Go find a different channel. Okay, here we go. Austin Eckler. Like I said, look at him. He's 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 getting older, but as we speak, this man, as much as we love him. As much as we want to praise his name, as much as we want to say that this guy is in our hearts, always will be. And even though I think he does absolutely 100% have the ability to have a good game or two, but at least one good game in the next two games, if he was in a solid offense, he can't do it in this Chargers current situation. He can't do it. They aren't using him right. They don't move the football properly. He is kind of at a disadvantage. He's trying to squeak out a little bit more, uh, uh, you know, gas that's not even in the tank. And, and I think he could figure it out. When I see him on the field, he looks like he's potentially got some good runs in him. He isn't lost every bit of quickness. It's just kind of slowly decaying. But there's no situation to support it. So as much as I want to say, okay, yes and no, he's not done. He's not totally done, but he pretty much is done for the future. He's pretty much done. I'm still going to probably start him in situations where I'm putting in a very similar type of running back or wide receiver that's got as many question marks. Sure. Like in the Marsman League, I don't have a choice but to start Austin Eckler because I have no options on my bench that are way more attractive. So Eckler's going to get the go. And plus he got 15 totes of the rock. The odds of him getting another 15 carries next week, the odds of him breaking free one play for a, for even a touchdown, the odds of him getting five, six receptions for 30 yards, but still getting the PPR work, that's all still on the table. This is still a decent line. 65 yards, 21 receiving yards, three catches. That's not bad. That's not bad at all. That's not bad at all. Given what it could have been. But is it elite? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. So he's done as an elite player. Where he goes next year will determine a lot. Where Diggs goes will determine a lot. This guy right here feels like I'm more concerned about him than him. Because our expectations of him were falling off anyway. Diggs at least felt like if he went somewhere like KC. Which if he did, he'd still get rejuvenated for a year I think. His landing spot is vital. If he goes to KC, if he goes to the Chargers and plays with Herbert, which I don't know there's a, is that good of an idea because he's a drama queen. The Chargers need consistency. They need to build differently. They don't need a drama queen in the locker room. They don't need some guy that's going to come in and be a diva right away and start un unraveling. They already have Keenan Allen, who's 32 years old next year. They don't need another older wide receiver unless he's dirt cheap. Then maybe you, you, you rent him for a season. 
I wouldn't be opposed to it. I'm just saying I if I could, I'd rather go spend the money on a younger player like T. Higgins potentially or some other player, you know, make a trade, whatever. But Diggs, where Diggs goes will determine whether we invest in him at, at probably second, third round value in 2024. He's not a first rounder. He's not a first rounder. He will be borderline late second round probably. If he's in an elite situation, there will be plenty of people that go, Diggs is going to rebound in so-and-so. Diggs is going to be great in KC. Diggs will rebound for one year in a Chargers uniform. Diggs will be great in Arizona, whatever. Wherever he ends up being, there's going to be a fan club. It's just going to be a smaller than normal fan club, and, it, and that fan club will drive him into round two. Now, if he doesn't go anywhere good, or he goes somewhere and is putting up a fight, and he's looking like a drama queen unfolding in front of us, or his quarterback play is sketchy and he chooses a dumb location like Antonio Brown did when Antonio Brown was traded to Buffalo, boycotted the trade, they called the trade off, and, and he wanted to go to the Raiders. <laughs> These guys sometimes have no clue what's good for him or who's a good quarterback. Devontae Adams wanting Derek Carr over Aaron Rodgers. Now look at Devontae Adams. He's wishing he could be with Aaron Rodgers which is going to be another offseason debate and topic because there's so many rumors about the Jets trading for Devontae Adams and pairing Garrett Wilson and Devontae Adams side-by-side side for 2024. But this will be a, these, these two players, as will Devontae Adams, as will Barkley, as will so many other players, I'm so excited for the offseason, will be some of the most hot topic debates in, in, in news shows that we have. Um, real quickly, let's just go through some of this. Uh, Leonard Fournette, thanks again, Ray G. Ray G's the man. Leonard Fournette rushed five times for 20 yards. This is important. We need to monitor this because Cook did not have a very good game. I mean, at the end of the day, 70 yards is solid, but he fumbled the ball. He wasn't holding on to the football. I'm surprised they put him back in. Leonard Fournette getting 20 yards on five carries, you know, showing that they want to potentially have him in the lineup was something. That, that it was like a, a warning shot of sorts to a degree of workload divide coming up, if not just to keep him healthy. It wasn't necessarily something negative that we know of. You never know. We're not there at practice. We're not there behind closed doors. What was the reasoning for this elevation um, other than, you know, injury and such? Like, what? what why, why now? Uh, why so many carries right away? Why not lean on him the whole game? We don't really know. We can only speculate that they want to keep him fresh for the playoffs. But when you're letting go of the football and he's playing so well. And Leonard Fournette, as much as a lot of people rip on him, including myself sometimes, he looks fit. He looks fit. He looks absolutely explosive. I'm not saying it's anything crazy. I'm not I'm not saying anybody should. Um, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't think anybody should like run out and grab him. I mean, it's too late now, right right now, but we talked about this before the show that uh, it, it was smart to grab him if you own Cook. Like, why would you not cuff the two together? And if, if you did that right before the game, it was smart because now you're protected. If, if Cook goes down or let's say fumbles the ball two times again, there's, there's no reason... They won't start turning to this man a little more to see what he's got. And if he starts producing, that, that everybody that thinks this guy is a dynasty machine. I, as I said the other night when we did our dynasty running back rankings, I don't feel the same way everybody else does on Cook long term. I love what he's doing. He looks fantastic. 
but I don't necessarily believe this is a, a dynasty gem. And I'm, I'm just saying that this is something to monitor. But 70 yards was solid for, for James Cook. The fumbles was not. Um, this this news here, Gabe Davis, wow. We had a, a few people start Gabe Davis on my advice last week. He caught zero passes. <laughs> and, and, I, you know, I, look, I'm sorry. I, I couldn't see it coming. 96 yards is all this offense threw for. So how is he supposed to get any yardage at all on 96 total yards to divide up against the whole entire team? So it wasn't really his fault. Game script was weird. They ran the ball well. But a lot of you had these Gabe Davis questions walking into to week 16 here last night, the night before. And I, I kept I kept like leaning toward Gabe slightly when questions were really close because I felt like, okay, he didn't do it, but he's going to make it up to us. He's going to make it up to us. He's that kind of player, up and down, inconsistent. And the fact that Diggs is so out of favor right now, he's sitting on the sideline for plays and plays. They'd actually take him off the field in, in crucial uh, red zone situations, they take digs off off the field and throw to this man. So, um, let me let me just see here. I got, I got I, a lot of you guys dropping super chats. Appreciate you. Red with a twenty dollar hauler. Red, I'm sorry, I didn't uh, I didn't address this one yet. My bad. Red, red to the moon. Red to the freaking moon. Uh, somebody check the message. Which one? Okay, I'll, I'll check. I, I don't know what when you're talking about, Travis. But uh, when you call in, you can tell me. Four of six, one thirty, and a touchdown out of Gabe Davis. He absolutely exploded. Absolutely exploded. I don't know that he's going to be consistent for you, but with Diggs falling out of favor, I'm, I'm real excited about. I'm real excited about what he can offer you from a wide receiver three perspective going forward or a flex position. Adam Schefter reports Nico Collins is expected to play Week 16. Uh, Stefan Diggs caught five of eight for 29 yards. Horrible performance when you really think about what this guy should be doing for you on a weekly basis. He just keeps crapping the bed. This is an awful game. This is an awful game, and he's not involved. He's spaced out. And like I said, there was a, a touchdown. I believe it was the Josh Allen rushing touchdown, or it was the Gabe Davis touchdown. But they they cut over to Diggs as the team scored, and he looked pissed off. He was so mad that he wasn't in the end zone with the football. He wasn't happy for his team at all. It, it, this is a playoff implication game. He doesn't care about the playoffs. He doesn't care about any of that. And I, I don't I don't blame anybody for saying, I don't want this guy on our team. I don't want this guy on our team. I wouldn't want him on my team. Diggs is selling out his team. His team scored a touchdown. His team was on the verge of, of getting closer to clinching a playoff spot. And he's upset that someone else scored besides him on his team. He's a baby. Adam Schefter reports the Dolphins are optimistic. Tyreek Hill ankle will play week 16. Great news for anybody that's expecting that man to, uh, to suit up. And I think that's all the, uh, all the news we have. Let me, get to, um, let me get to Red Super Chat. Red, appreciate you, my guy. $20 hauler. Bro, need help. With my lineup, can I call when the phone line opens? Yeah, absolutely, Red. Appreciate you dropping the 20-watt. Uh, phone line's open in a second. Just hang tight. Let me get through all the, the questions real quick. Alert. Super chat alert. Red dropping a monster. Super chat. Thank you, Red, for the $20 hauler. Thank you, Ray G, for the $20 hauler. 
Uh, Just Sherman, appreciate you dropping this one. Bijan Walker, Zeke, and Garrett or Garrett Wilson half PPR pick two. I'd probably say Walker and Bijan for me. It's really hard Sherman to to say for sure, but that's the way I lean. Um, anything is possible, and you know, trust your gut. But those are the two players I would play probably without much hesitation. No matter what happens, I feel like I made the right choice. You know, seven times out of ten that would work out. Fields or Purdy? I think it's safer to go Purdy even with the matchup. Matchup's tough. Purdy is a tough matchup, uh, but sit HN. Chandler or DJ Moore. I'm probably sitting Chandler or Moore, not HN. But who do I sit? I guess it depends how you feel about DJ Moore and Fields. If you're skeptical, like some are, and and as you should be, because the Bears are are hot and cold. <sighs> that's a, that's just a tough one. The Vikings um, are at. Uh, uh, they're on the. Are they at home? Vikings are at home against Detroit right here in the middle of the screen. That, that's a that's a pretty decent matchup, I think, for Chandler because he's a multi-purpose back. I think this could be a close game, so he, he probably won't get game scripted out. I, I really do like him in this contest. And then you've got uh, Fields of Dreams. Good, good potential situation for him, I think, this week, but I don't know how I feel about... God, DJ Moore is so hard... It's in Chicago. The Cardinals are are Cardinals and the Bears are both kind of similar teams. Like they're tough. You're not scared about winning the game, but they're gonna be they're gonna put up a dogfight type of. This could be a close game. Debo doing well against the Cardinals. DJ Moore could have a solid day. I guess I go in PPR. If it's full PPR, I go DJ Moore and HN. I hate sitting Chandler. I, I really do. Can we send Pickens to the... Oh, I already read it. That's Ray G's. Ray G, appreciate you, bro. Uh, Chubbs, I probably sit Chandler, but very, very tough. I love Chandler. Imagine having Eckler and Kamara this week. Yeah. I mean, bro, you ain't kidding. 0.5 PPR, Ty Chandler... And Dev- or Devonta Smith. I'm going to go Devonta Smith, but I love both of them. Hawkinson or Njoku, I'm going to go probably Hawkinson. I know Njoku's been crazy, crazy good lately, but I lean Hawkinson, I think. But very, very close. Njoku's solid, man. They're both very... You, you really... That one's 50-50. In fact, let's let the chat vote on that one. Njoku or Hawkinson, who are you starting? But I definitely am confident on the other one. Start two, Brees, A-Chan, Chandler, Bijan. Give me A-Chan for sure. And give me give me Bijan for safety. I do think or Chan give me Chandler for safety. And if you want something in between, Bijan and Brees is like the highest reward, probably, in my opinion, over Chandler and Brees and Bijan of the three. I think Brees has the most upside, the biggest swing, but he has the biggest risk, has nothing to do with him, but his situation is vulnerable. It's volatile, it's it's up and down. I would say A-Chan and Brees if you need a big freaking swing. If you want steady Eddie, go A-Chan and Chandler. You you know, Bijan and Chandler is also not a bad combo, but I'm not sitting A-Chan. I could understand why people would. Dallas is a tough matchup, but I'm going to start A-Chan. And I think uh, if you need safety, go Chandler. If you need a big swing, go Brees. If you want a little bit of both, you want to take a little risk, but you want some floor, I think Bijan's going to do well. But 
you know, at the end of the day, we don't know. But I think Bijan's a great play. They're all really good. You're kind of in a, a good situation and a bad situation. Bad because it's a tough question. You're going to get it wrong. I, we're going to get it wrong. You're not going to get that right. You're going to have something wrong on that combo. But the good news is they're all pretty close. You probably score something similar no matter what you pick. Pick three PPR Pollard, HN, K9, Gibbs. Thanks, Smitty. I'm going HN, Gibbs, and probably Pollard by hair. It's, it's between Pollard and K9. And, and let's let the chat vote. Chat Pollard or K9, please vote. Pollard or K9, drop it for your boy. Uh, McFly guy, appreciate you dropping the super chat, my my man. Uh, let's see here. What do you? What's your question today, my guy? He says, um, who to start at QB this week, T-Law or Lamar? I can't sit Lamar. I don't care the matchup. And, and the Niners are vulnerable. They're not invincible. You know, they're a good D. They're going to wear you down, etc. But they're not a team that, like, is going to hold you to zero points. Especially when you're Lamar. I can't sit Lamar. T-Law's upside's nice, but I'm, I can't sit Lamar. No way. Start your studs. Because I can't kiss you, I'll give you money, says Jimmy the Drunk with a $2 holler. Uh, appreciate you, Jimmy. Appreciate you, pal. Would you play Odell, Wicks, Javante, or Agnew with Zay out? Return yards count. I, you know, only you're going to know, bro, what, what Agnew and what, what these guys are going to score in your return yard league. I don't do a lot of return yard content. So you're going to have to make the judgment call on what the average is for those guys. If that helps Agnew become better weekly on average, you got to plug him in, you know. But at the end of the day, like I probably lean toward, I guess Javante in general. But if Agnew's like ripping off, TM, I wish I could give you the advice on that one. But you're just gonna have to go. I, I don't know what he's scoring. Like if you could tell me the last three scores for each of these guys, like between Javante and and anybody pulling in, you know, return yards on your roster at all. Let me get a, a barometer of what they're scoring. I, I might be able to help me a little, help me uh, make a decision. Merry Christmas, Smitty. Ten team PPR need one running back and two flexes. Okay, your running back is probably going to be Chandler to be safe, but you could go K nine or Chandler. I have a feeling I'm picking the other one anyway. And yeah, I'm probably going Chandler K nine. You could say Hubbard safest after that, but I think I'd probably roll with. Uh, I don't think London. Hubbard for safety, London for a big swing, Freddie. But it's definitely between those two. I would start K9 and Chandler and lock it in. Keep an eye on on Walker. He's expected to play, but just keep an eye on him. We should be here in the morning before kickoff. Start three, Bijan Hall, Devonta Smith, Gibbs, and Wilson. I'm going Gibbs. I'm going Devonta Smith, and I'm probably going Bijan for... A little bit of a swing and risk, but safety haul for bigger swing, more risk, but bigger upside. At the end of the day, I think I go Hall, Smith, and Gibbs. But Bijan's so hard to sit, bro. Like, super hard to sit. In fact, let's go to the chat on that one. Hall or Bijan? Please vote Hall or Bijan for TM. Let's give TM our assistance on that one. Mostert or Achan at the flex? I'm sorry, Fallon. I, I can't tell you this. You've got to start both of them. Like, who? Give me other options. There's no way I'm telling you to sit one of those guys. 
Like, Mostert's a top three running back. Achan's a top five. Like, what do you got going on in your lineup where you can't plug in one of those guys as your flex play, bro? I have a feeling I might waver on one of your other players. We got a Bijan vote from HM. All right, uh, let's open the phone lines for a little bit. Call into the show. Call, call, call into the show. Yeah, buddies. Ray G in the in the house tonight, man. Sat Pickens for flex of HN Addison Jacobs. Sat Pickens for flex HN HN. I'm going HN. Any one of those three could outscore the other, though. It's not like a crazy, you know. Over, uh, yeah, I'm not gonna overdo it and say, yo, yeah, how can you not do, you know, but like e- any one of those guys, HN, it sucks you sat him, but can't blame you for sitting him. And like I said last night, I didn't get one single Pickens question that I remember anyway. And I know a lot of people had him, but everybody was so fed up with what was going on. Not one question last night that I can recall out of all of the questions I got included a Pickens in the example. Um, which is crazy when you think about it, right? But Trump with the Trump with the super chat here. Sat pick. Oh, that was the same one. Thank you. Appreciate you, bro. Uh, let's go over to Ron Navy on the phone line. Ron, what's up? You're live. Congrats on your Steeler win, bro. Yeah. Hey, I tell you what. Um, I feel like Amy tonight. I, my foot was bothering me, and I I had meds, so I'm a little flying high. Um. <laughs> But anyways, uh, yeah, I, I was, you know, I think Trubisky's on his way out. Thank God. I think we found found uh, Rudolph needs to be number two at least. He he's different than you know. His last start was over two years ago, and he sailed the ball a lot. He was inconsistent, but tonight, uh, I I think he's grown a lot over the last couple of years, and he looked pretty solid. Yeah, he did. Um, Vegas, thank you for the super chat. Yeah. The, the answer is Ayuk uh, by quite a bit for me. Anything can happen. Zeke, Zeke proved that two weeks ago, but Zeke is getting like two yards per carry, and he did nothing in either of his first two starts on the ground. It's all been through the air, which could he could do again, but give me Ayuk. Ayuk also has those rotational blow-up games, so I'd put an I'd put an Ayuk for sure. Uh, what, Ron? The nice thing the nice thing about about him is he targets Pickett. You know, he tar- targets Pickens a lot. Um, he didn't target Friermuth, though, unfortunately. I had Friermuth got a big goose egg. He didn't even target him, unfortunately. But, um, you know, we'll see where it goes. It's it's going to be a race, dude. In Buffalo, Buffalo seems like they're playing to the level of their competition. It's like they should have smashed the Chargers. The Chargers stink. And and the Chargers almost beat them. Yeah, that's kind of the way the NFL is, though. It's so weird, you know. You think you you know you think one thing's going to paint a picture about the next week, but you know, look at the Chargers. You know, look at that game. I'm sorry, the the Raiders uh, last week. Um, no, their blow up week. You know, it's just like they go from having one of the worst games ever with the Vikings, a three zero game, to the next week they score was a sixty whatever. It's just it's kind of like. You know, I don't know. Certain teams match up differently against one another. Sometimes, uh, the you know, it's coaching. I I, I will say that they're they're kind they're kind of in a tough spot right now because they're trying to like, 
you know, they're trying to figure out how to coach this team and, and midseason changes are never easy. And I think that they're they're trying to to make sure they don't make mistakes and they start running and simplifying and it's like they should be scoring. You're right. I think they should be scoring more. But I mean, Josh Allen still had a really, really, I think, good good day overall. And uh, you know, he's what was so interesting is they're doing it without Diggs. You know, Diggs is on the on the sideline sitting out during red zone plays. It was it was crazy. They're like they're, they're they're what? Kincaid, like he's he's pretty much useless right now. Yeah, they're, not they're, getting targets, not not getting anything. And that's the thing is, I think Allen is getting too. He he. Remember, I was saying that that that. Uh, uh, He's gone away. You know, he might go after, like, he went after Kincaid, and then he went a second half, he goes away from him. And, like, the same thing about Gabe Davis. You know, he has sporadic, but he goes away from him. He, he's not, to me, he's not, um, he's not getting the ball around, uh, well, he's not spreading the yeah. ball out. Well, they're, win- they're winning, so, and, like, and they don't really care. They're, they're figuring it out. They're They'll winning. Re- like, Look how they ran the ball. Yeah, but you. Can, I mean, we could dissect how good of a win it was. But they're winning. They're winning is, they're 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 definitely they're definitely in the. I wonder what the percentage is right now. I mean, all the games playing, obviously things are still going to change. But uh, the percentage had to have gone up to. Uh, let's see. I don't. I'll, I'll check and see if the the internet is caught up to it. Odds, odds, Bills make playoffs. Let's see if. Those odds have changed. Yeah, I don't see I don't see any change to it yet. I think uh, it's still at fifty four percent, but that will with, go up. With Pittsburgh beating uh, Cincinnati, it helped Buffalo out. Pittsburgh needs help, but um, um, we'll see what tomorrow brings as far as Cleveland, as far as Baltimore. I mean, the, the Baltimore Colts. still got to win. They can't afford to lose because. Cleveland can catch them. Um, even the Steelers can catch them. They play them the last game. So hey, if Baltimore the, the, loses, the Bills could still San win the division. I mean, the Bills could technically still win the division. Yeah, definitely. They I mean, got to beat Miami in the last game. Yeah, so they got Miami's got to lose, and then they got to yeah, they got, Bills got to win that last game, and then all of a sudden they're up one game. So anything can happen. That'd yeah. be a crazy turn of events if the Bills win. I'm definitely not planning on the Bills winning the division, though, because on all my mittens on underdog fantasy promo code Smitty, they're my wild card Cinderella team. Like I, I'm, I'm expecting them to take me through the wild card round. I can't have them like, uh, you know. You know what? You what? know what sucks for us that have have certain players in in the best ball, especially like the 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 uh, BB4 and the and the. Um, big board you don't want certain players to go off even though you want certain players to go off in other leagues you kind of have it, it just sucks that to like root for you're like stuck either you're rooting for them or you're not rooting for them but when it comes to like being able to play for the big money you're rooting against certain players that you normally wouldn't root against yeah all right hey hang tight ron let me circle around i got a lot of people on the phone line here red what can i do for you you're live red can it can everybody hear red on the phone line or is that my no, phone he's, line? He's, yeah red red you're jar jargled and 
all over the place. Can uh, is it possibly a? He hung up. Uh, Ethan, the negative. Yeah, you're live. Uh, Smitty, uh, hard work. Uh, I'm in the semifinals. Got a 68 percent. And um, James Cook. I was playing against him, and I saw one play where he just knows Allen now. He like he Allen could have thrown it to him. And he was like, whatever, I'm just going to block. And he started blocking for Allen. Allen takes off. So, I mean, that's one of those things where, I mean, what are you going to do? And Kincaid, um, yeah, he, uh, I feel like McBride, we got to go with McBride over him next oh, year. Oh, come on. Of course. It's of un- course. Well, it's, un- it's, it's unfortunate because, I mean, even Ted Thompson, um, James Jones was saying Ted Thompson purposely didn't bring him back because he had to develop younger receivers. And he didn't trust Rodgers to not throw it to him. And uh, I feel like, you know, at least with McBride, they said, hey, we're going to stick to McBride. But, I mean, Kincaid's a great player. It's just what are you going to do? When- he is. Like I said, I think Kincaid somehow, some way shows his, you know, his eliteness potentially in the NFL playoffs, not the fantasy playoffs, unfortunately. That's the kind of way the way I feel, and you know, Knox coming back yeah. definitely is taking a little more than I anticipated. But but I don't even know that 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 should be the case. I think with the change up and in, in play calling and in in the staff, you know, getting jostled around, I think that there's been there's been too much movement to really cultivate them and continue to cultivate them with Knox coming back. Had they not had had they not made any changes, I th- I think he still would have been an integral part. But it's just a bad set of circumstances and kind of unlucky in a way. But I think that Kincaid still has a chance to really do something very meaningful in the NFL playoffs. And then I I think he's still a, a legit elite player of the future potentially. And he's going to be a value. Like no one's going to even really have him on their their radar at all in terms of a wire, uh, tight end one, or it'll be very low end. But your your comment of we got to go with McBride over King, you had to have already been going McBride. McBride's a top three, four tight end overall. Like there's no hesitation there. It is what it is. That's adjust and adapt. That's recognizing real, recognizing real. And McBride is a monster. He's a top four, top five monster. Well, when they both started popping off. Arizona said, hey, we're getting rid of Earth. And then Buffalo is like, I, I knew it was going to be a 50-50 thing. I knew it. And then, boom, they said, hey, we're going to bring in yeah. Knox. And even when he Knox didn't go off, it's just it's caused Buffalo problem, Buffalo you know? should be – Buffalo, look, the weird part is, and this might translate in the playoffs, like I said, the NFL playoffs, but the, the kind of phasing out of digs in a way. And I'm not saying they're phasing him out totally, but he's on the sideline without an apparent injury at all. He's on the sideline standing there in disgust like he's not on the field during red zone plays. Like so part of me feels like there's still going to be room to get Kincaid in there as like a wide receiver but we'll see. All right, hey, anything else Ethan? I got to I got to yeah. roll through the phone line. Oh, no, no, that's good. Thanks a lot. All right, later bro. Appreciate right. you. Have a good one. Bye. Yeah, Red, you're live again. How do I sound now? You sound good for now. Let's go. Hit me with uh, it. Thank you. Yeah. Hi. All right, bro. So I'm trying to get my, my lineup straightened out. I'm in the playoffs, first round. I'm down by 19 points. Um, I took Lamar out from my main quarterback because I don't like the matchup against San Francisco. I put in Love. I got Gibbs, Ford, Lamb, Olave, Kelsey, Higgins. I, I took I, out Dallas' defense. I put in Chicago. 
I'm not writing any of this down, by the way. So, like, I'm not sure if you if you Be want good, me to bro. do something with this or you have a question. So, I'm just letting you know I haven't written anything down. I'm not going to retain any of that. But I'm trying to make the best lineup. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm trying to get the best lineup. I, I got I to gotta go off this week. You know All what I'm right. saying? Hit me with the dilemma. Last week. Hit me with the dilemma. I don't need the backstory so much as the dilemma. Hit me with it, and I'll write it down here. All right. Quarterback selection. Should I keep loving or put uh, – I have Fields and Lamar on my bench. I have Levin right now because the matchup is Carolina. I look. I, I've answered this question a couple times. I don't mind answering it again. I don't mean it to sound like it came off right there, but I keep I keep you getting asked this question over and over. I'm not sitting Lamar. I'm not. This is a start your stud really? type of yeah. This is a start your stud player. You know, Lamar Fields. But, I but like again, a lot. There's a lot of upside with Fields, yeah. sure, but there's also a lot of downside. Love same thing, and the Niners are not a team that you can't score on or have look what Kyler just did you know look what McBride just did you know it's not like they can't Connor Connor you can run on them you can Lamar could run on them you know so I, I don't think that this defense is a uh, uh, an absolute brick wall on any sort of level they're they, they're opportunistic just like you always hear me talk about the, the Dallas Cowboys they're not a brick wall entirely they're opportunistic they they definitely could stop some players they're, they rank really well on all sides of the game but I'm just saying Lamar going up against a, a, a Niner team that makes huge plays but they can be run on they can be thrown on there's definitely opportunity for Lamar to do Lamar type things I wouldn't even I mean I could be wrong and and let me just say it let me preface it this way seven times out of ten eight times out of ten I'm going to be wrong on this question Lamar Fields could outscore Lamar or love or one of these two could outscore Lamar Three times out of ten, so that unfortunately might be t- tomorrow. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or or Monday. I, I mean, I, I agree to the standpoint. I just I don't like the fact that they're playing at San Francisco. I know. And I know. I mean, Lamar's only had two good games like, away from home. You know, and that, I, that's what I'm looking at the matchup. Wise. I hear you. I hear you. You know, Jackson's with 18 points. I hear yeah. you, but I just I think this is an important game. The, the Ravens need to win it. The Niners, they you know, they, they need to and want to win it, but they don't need to win it as, you know, as bad. And, and at what point do they, I don't know, what, what point do they sit their starters? You know what I mean? Like, let's say they're, let's say they're up. Yeah. Let's say they get up big and Lamar can't score a lot and you're worried about Lamar. Maybe he gets a couple garbage touchdowns before they pull him out. I don't know. I, I I just think that this would be a you would have trouble sleeping at night watching a Lamar score three touchdowns, have a hundred yard rushing game, and you losing your week. I don't think you would look at Fields because you you're you're debating Fields and Love. You don't even know which one you're going to go with. So like yeah. if one of these guys outscores Lamar, you can't even sit here and go, oh, "I knew it," because you didn't know it because there's two options you're debating between. So I I, I just I, let me go around the phone line and see what everybody thinks. Let me go to. Let me go to Chandler from Alabama. I'm going to come to you for your question, Chandler, so don't ask me a question yet. Very short answer. You can keep it within like a sentence. Who are you starting between Lamar, Fields, and Love? Don't just go off my answer. Tell me your your true, honest take and about a one-sentence reason why. Chandler, go ahead. You're live. Lamar, the top five guy in the Ravens offense, especially with Mitchell Hurt, he's going to be the more explosive run option for their offense. Okay, thank you, Chandler. Uh, let's go to Living Legend. Keep it short, Living Legend. Yeah, you already know. I'm from Baltimore, yo. It's Lamar. Okay, well, yeah, okay, that's a biased take. Uh, Elvis. Elvis. Love, Fields, Lamar. Keep it quick. 
Lamar, why are we having this discussion? I, that's what I'm saying. Uh, Ron Navy. Lamar, I don't even know why you consider love. Watson's out. Reed might not play. Wicks is on. He, who's he going to throw to? I mean, that is a very bad play if you play love. Okay, okay. You either got to go Lamar, I would say, or or Field. Right, but one pick, of those two. But I, I go Lamar. But is, isn't Flower still hurt with his foot injury? No. I don't. I, he's all right. Yeah, I don't think he's he's by any means like risky to not play. Not to mention, bro. I mean, like, likely's likely still likely he's still uh, very likely to do really well, like McBride just did against the Snyder defense. Um, I remember talking to my boy Raj during the game, texting him, and 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 he was at the game. He was watching it. Came down to Arizona, and we hung out, and he went to the game, and and McBride was just going nuts and he kept texting the group chat that I'm in and he's like he and there's like four of us in his chat and he's like God McBride's the real deal. McBride's tearing us up. McBride is just like we gotta figure out something how to stop him. And and they had no real answer for him. And even Connor was, you know, the, he even said to me, Connor could have a really good day because they have a problem stopping the run. And you know, you might say, okay, Gus Bus scores three touchdowns. And that's a possibility bro like Chandler you got to understand like I said three times out of ten it fields will outscore Lamar or or two times out of ten and I hope that's not Monday night for you because it, it very well could be that the, the time that that happens and you know I can't do anything about that but uh, and, and Gus Bus could run three touchdowns and and the same thing that happened to Josh Allen the other night where the Bills just run, 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 run. They win the game or let's whatever. That could happen. Gus Bus could score three touchdowns. The Niners are vulnerable on the ground. But this guy could also be the top rusher on the team, Lamar. Lamar could have 100 yards and a touchdown, salvage any sort of bad <laughs> passing game. I just think you're overthinking this, Chandler. You got you got people on the phone line that just said nonstop Lamar, 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 Lamar. And you're talking about matchups, bro. Like, I don't think you should be factoring a matchup. Matchups are... They're a distraction about 90% of the time. Um, but the channel with me here, the guy before me asked that question about Lamar. I had a different question. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, red, red. You're good. You're... Yeah, red. I, I think distract. I think I think matchups are distraction, just like weather. They're distraction 90% of the time. You like everyone always asks me about weather, like in midweek, and I always say I'm not. I, look, unless unless I hear that we're going to have 20 or 30 mile per hour gust winds, which we had that conversation when, when Florida was projected to have that. And Ron and Amy were saying, well, in Florida, you shouldn't listen to that. And the weather did go away in Florida. So they were right on that. But you never hear me talk about weather like other channels. Other channels will come in and just scare you to death with weather, hurricanes, storms. I never talk about weather. Until the day of or here, what? Remember that game? That Cleveland game that was bad. That remember that one, the windy Cleveland game right, last right. year. Well, that's that's what I was finishing my sentence. I was saying I, you never hear me talk about weather until the night before or day of game. And if we have fresh new reports that there's wind gusts of like 25, 30, 40, 50, 60 mile per hour winds. Because those wind gusts make it really hard 
to throw in. But the 90% of the time, weather is an absolute freaking just waste of time. Just like I think sometimes matchups are. Yeah. Uh, uh, Christopher Smith is the Toilet Bowl champion. Congratulations, Christopher Smith. Um, let me put Christopher Smith's message on the screen. Absolutely awesome news. Congrats, my guy. All right, let me go around the phone line real quickly. Uh, let's go over to Chandler. Did you have anything else? Yeah, yeah. I was calling um, the same thing I had yesterday. I called at the very end of the show about those four guys. Now I need to highlight Steven play because Dig busted. Okay. It was between um, I, I'm ruling out ETN. So it was between three guys. Okay. Hey, hey, Chandler, hold on, hold on one second, Chandler. Red, Red, hang tight. Don't hang up, Red. If you got another question, I'm coming back to you. Okay. Uh, brother, appreciate you. If you want to ask us again, and like you never, like if you want to double down, Donnie on it, you're like, but what do you think about Lamar? <laughs> no, no, you good, man. I thought that's a decent question next. Okay, uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Chandler. We got a lot of double down. Yeah, yeah. So I called. Yeah, I called last night. There was a lot of debate about it. Because you said Rice was the best floor. I don't need the floor anymore because Dig busted and now I'm projected to lose like eight to ten, and he still got CD Lamb and Tyreek Hill to play. So out of these three guys, I need. Somebody that's going to put up twenty. To, yeah, I, I know, I know. It's he made a trade for City Lamb around week four to five when he was at a buy low rate, and now it's through the roof. But anyway, yeah, those three guys. I started digs, you know, start to touch, complete busted. So now I need somebody that's going to go out and give me that twenty to thirty. I have DJ Moore, Rice, and HM. And you so. can only start one. Yeah, because I'm starting AJ Brown at mother receiver, and I, yeah. I mean I could take out Rashad White, but Rashad White. No, didn't, no, no, no. Didn't uh, if it's yeah, if yeah, it's so. me, I'm going HM, but I, I mean Rice is probably your steady play, but yeah, that's I know I know Rice is the floor, but at this point I need somebody that can go off. Then like I mean I mean let me ask you this, let me ask you this: Who is the highest scoring player? A non, I don't even know if a quarterback got scored him, but who's the highest scoring player in a single week? In fantasy football, from yeah, a flex, yeah, yeah. is the highest yeah, scoring yeah. week out of any player from a flex position, like mm-hmm. running back, wide receiver, tight end. Achan. So I mean, he's got the, the upside. He comes with some risk. The matchup is not great, but again, like I said, I'm not I'm not really factoring in matchups too much. They'll, they definitely, when things are equal, I'll let it push me over one way or another. But exactly. I mean, I don't know, bro. I, I, I think that uh, Rice could. I mean, is there a possibility Rice has 150 yards and two touchdowns? Like, does he have that in him? I think probably. And he's only getting better. But yeah, HN is the guy I would play in your situation. But, I mean, it's a risk. It, it, it's got to be a it risk is, you're willing I to mean, take. I, and... I need a home run swing to match up with Tyreek Hill because ain't no doubt he's trying to still get his 2,000 yards if he plays. So. Yeah, that's what I would do, bro. All right, appreciate you. All right, appreciate you, bro. All right, Ella, let me get these questions before I go to the the rest of the phone callers right here. Defense, one defense, Eagles, Jets, Bears. I'm probably going to go, I, I guess I go, man, I think I go Eagles in this one against the Giants, but that's just me. I, I think the Jets are a good play. They're always a good play. Thank you, Christopher Smith. Appreciate you. Jets are always a good play, and they go up against a, a guy in Howell that, He's one of the most sacked quarterbacks every single week. So it's a good matchup. The Jets matchup is good. It's, at, it's in New York. 
I like that. I think I just lean Philly. That's also in in Philadelphia, and and they need to win this game in a major way. Kelsey or McBride? Here's the answer to this one. I I'm not going to sit here and say start uh, or bench Travis Kelsey, but I'm also not going to tell you to start him over McBride. I I want to know Gorilla if there's another option to start Kelsey over this player in the flex. I I think McBride is your locked in tight end, and you don't even consider taking him out the question is does your flex deserve to start over kelsey i think that's the question the root of the the question there so if we can, if you can hit me back with uh i'll try and look for your answer if you can hit me back with who your flex option is that's what we need to, d- to debate hey brother i need a little help adams wilson smith dk need three left higgins on my bench oh man why didn't you start higgins over higgins was a great play this week Okay, well, that's done, so whatever. Adams, Devonta Smith, and DK. Those are great plays, though, bro. Those are great plays. I can see why you wavered on Higgins, actually. And maybe you've been, you've been asked in that, that question. I could be, be honest with you. I, I probably would have wavered now that I look at it. A- Adams and Higgins were probably the... Adams, Higgins, and, and DK were probably the ones that I would have wavered on. I think Smith's a lock for me. But DK, Adams, and Smith feel really good. Garrett Wilson's capable, but that volatile situation doesn't excite me all right let me go over to uh let's see who who's next i got let's go over to elvis you're live i need to know uh happy holidays smitty by the way you too um i need to know your thoughts on this so what do i do with Diggs moving forward i've got adams alave smith and reed adams alave Alave. Devontae Smith and Jaden Reed. And you start three? Well, I have my running backs that kind of fill the the two running backs in the flex spot. So I really just need two of them to start and be serviceable. I started well, a lot I, of this week. Thanks. I mean, you probably go with the Lave and Devonta Smith right now. I mean, let's see what Adams does and then if he goes if he explodes, then we need to revisit this weekly. But I think I'm starting Devonta Smith and Olave until further notice. But I mean, one That's dud good. game or a banged up situation for Olave or you know Devonta Smith isn't exactly 100 percent right now. But I think he's close. Like an injury could change this. I, honestly, I believe this is weekly. I don't think we can lock this in. Like you need to, you probably need to call next week too. <laughs> Fair you know. enough. Well, I, I think. The hard. I wish I could play all three, but I've got Williams, Gibbs, and A Chain. So yeah, I got to play those. Three. And, and D- Diggs has the ability to still, I think, do something. But these options are good enough to where I don't think at this point you mess around with it until Diggs shows something. If Diggs had a hundred yards and a touchdown tonight, I think I'd be a hundred percent back on board. Kind of feeling like he's a part of the movement of turning it all around, but he feels left out of that movement. They're turning it around, but they're doing it without Diggs. So he's kind of like George Pickens right now, right? Like, kind of has that vibe, right? You know, like waiting to explode. You mean? I mean, he could, he could no, for sure. I mean, like being kind of like sequestered away from the team. Oh, like wor- a, worse because like, Pickens is back in the fold now. Like Diggs does not look like he's even close to being back in the fold. Pickens was kind of, you know, they they, they quote unquote benched him. He took uh, the Steelers off his social media. He he definitely was, you know, having a fit. And um, 
then he started pouting on the field because you know he walked by a, a loose football and not even try and get it. He he missed a block when his his teammate was trying to score right next to him and he doesn't even block for him. Like it's it, honestly, it's still very concerning. But he is just oozing talent, bro. Like this is as we said all offseason, one of the most talented, physically gifted wide receivers in the National Football League. Absolutely in the top ten in terms of physical talent. He's uh, he's unbelievable. I just hope he. Sure. It's almost like uh, like look at look at uh, Tiger's son, Tiger Woods. What's his name? Yeah. What's his name? Uh, Charlie. Charlie. Like that kid is, <laughs> that kid is good. That kid is good. But is uh, he is he in. developed enough emotionally? Like is he going to have an arrested development? Arrested developments are almost undefeated in terms of ruining a player's adult life. You know, when you when you don't have a proper childhood. That this is a weird example because I'm not saying Pickens didn't have a childhood, but Pickens' development for whatever reason. Like the emotional part, it feels like he's not in the right place. Like to start off your career this way, where you feel this entitled to be, you know, not earning your spot, not you know, going with the the flow as you're learning the game, and maybe maybe he just feels he's the best receiver in the league, and he just can't handle whenever he's ever put in a position where he's not made to feel that way. But you don't you ha- he hasn't earned the right to to act the way he is when things don't go 100% his way like he hasn't earned that yet he's he's capable of earning it but he he's acting like Diggs is acting like you said but he's back in the like right now things are positive for Pickens like I don't I don't know I I think Diggs I don't I don't see it happening Diggs is on his way out of Buffalo where he lands will determine whether he gets a resurgence for one year but he's and 30 Diggs, years old Diggs needs to be with Patrick Mahomes that's that's the move. Oh my God! Mahomes, Herbert, Mahomes, Herbert, or you know, someone said Arizona. I don't know if that's the best move to be honest. Uh, I like play for a winner. I like Kyler, but I don't think Kyler's gonna spoon feed him. I don't. I think he's play for a winner. Patrick will feed him in every way. He's in ways he's never been fed. You know, we think that, and I'm not saying it wouldn't be good. We'd be excited for it. We'll definitely be talking that landing spot up, but. But it's not a lock that they'll use him the right way, bro. Andy Reid doesn't use new players or young players that just arrive on the team like you think right away. I, I think That's Diggs true. would be different, but true. I mean, I'm just saying there's a potential that we think a certain way about it, and it's going to be a little bit different version than we believe. But it would definitely be on paper a good place. He's on Robinson. He's on Robinson. Yeah. There you go. Case in point. All right, bro. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. All right, later. All right, Elvis to the moon. Uh, Living legend, you got, I'm going to give you 30 seconds to present your case, and I'll talk longer if it's a good topic, but go ahead. Yeah, I already know you love, you love giving me that 30-second love, man. It's all love, Smitty. Hey, man, you, hey, you, you, give, me, you give me a solid topic, I'm going to keep going. So hit me with it. Oh, no, I'm, no, I'm just telling you it's all love. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, listen, listen real, real quick, sir. Uh, yeah. All right, so uh, I sat your man Eckler, man. So he got a couple of splinters right now, you know what I mean? One question, first question I had, what you think about him as far as next week with under the new coach? That dichotomy, I I, I was asleep, so you might have already obviously yeah. spoke on that earlier in the show, so I apologize if that's a repeat question. And also, um, I have on my, I have right now running back-wise, I have a, I have a Zeke, uh, Gibbs, a Chan, 
Javante Aaron Jones as well um, and Singletary. So uh, right now, I just think as far as those guys are concerned, what's, what's, your, what's your take? That's a real, real question I just had. Yeah, so, so I, it's a good question. I, I did cover it, so definitely rewind later to get just a little bit more on that. Not saying I won't repeat it, but um, Aaron Jones, um, let me write this down. So you can start three RBs? Uh, or are you starting a... Well, actually, I can start. I'm starting like four because I've like I didn't got too many wide receivers. So my ranking for these guys right now would be Gibbs one, HN two, uh, Singletary three. This is TBA this week. Like, let's see what he does without um without Stroud. But when Stroud, like, if Stroud were named, he's not gonna play. But if Stroud were, let's say, activated and was gonna play. Singletary would potentially be a top ten running back this week. Case uh, week by week, like we'll reassess every week because he doesn't have. I would say I don't. I want to say the pedigree for it because, I mean, he he was successful at times in Buffalo, but he definitely feels a lot like. I'm trying to think of an R, an RB that that feels very very similar, but just may, maybe maybe Zach Moss. Zach Moss didn't same 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 team Buffalo, <laughs> but. Zach Moss, you know, looked like he could handle the workload, be a lot better than we ever thought he could be, be more consistent than we ever thought he could be because he landed in a better situation. So Buffalo has a tendency to not allow running backs to totally flourish, which is why it's nice that they're kind of letting Cook do that, but that's why I'm skeptical of Cook being a long-term option. But Singletary's been doing it, man, and he looks so good. I would say he's the third running back here. I think Eckler and Aaron Jones are probably tie. I probably lean Eckler right now until Jones proves he's fully healthy. Eckler feels healthier than Jones at this moment in time, but Jones is reportedly good to go, and we'll see what he does. But I think this is going to be a week-to-week thing. But for right now, my top three running backs are Gibbs, A-Chan, Singletary on your roster. With Stroud back, I love Singletary next next week. Okay, so so, so Zeke, is a, Zeke, Zeke, Zeke is a no play this week, sir? Zeke is a no play this week. Um, I wouldn't say no play, but I—I I mean, over which player? Who? Who? Aaron Jones or Singletary? No, no. I'm, I'm just saying in general, not not, not yeah. necessarily just in this situation. He's averaging league, two. So I just—I just want to get your take. He's on averaging him. like two yards per carry. In even his game where he was the number one running back in Week 14, he was the number one fantasy running back. He had nothing on the ground. It was all through the air. I, I just don't. Uh, yeah, I, I'm not. Zeke's not a part of this. A, again, right now, walking into next week, Gibbs, Achan, with Stroud back, Singletary. We'll see what he does this week without him. That's why this is a case by case or a week by week question. But once Stroud's back, I'm I'm really really going to be super high in Singletary as long as he looks pretty effective this week. He did it last week without him, and had a monster game. Probably going to be a little bit tougher sliding this week, but. Given he, you know, he's at home, but going against Cleveland, but Cleveland still could potentially give up some receiving yard combination of yardage to him. And if he if he looks good at all against Cleveland, he's going to be a lock for me with Stroud back. That's that's great. But man, I wish thanks, Smitty. Again, I I, pre, I appreciate. Yeah, that, man, that, that's that's really insightful. Man. Well, and 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 if you miss what I said about Eckler, you can rewatch it. But what I just said was that do I think he's done? Yes and no. The yes is for the future. I mean, he's cooked. Put a fork in him. 
depends on the entry point. Where does he land in the offseason? Who's willing to pay him? Is, is, he, is he a starter? Probably not. Is he competing for carries? Probably. But all that will determine where we draft him, and where we draft him will determine how much value he has. So from a elite first round, top 15 overall perspective, he's done. Put a fork in him. But I do believe, based on what I saw tonight, what I saw last week, there were times when he ran the ball, I said to myself, he really has a little left in the tank. Like, I think he could be 100 total yards and a touchdown player in any of the next games remaining. The problem is, this offense is not going to allow that. <laughs> so, it, it, unfortunately, he's wasting away his final, like, weeks of potential. You know? But do, yeah, he, he definitely had to go. He definitely had to go see a surgeon, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, he definitely got some splinters right now on, on his on his butt. On my team, but so. but if you if you start four running backs, you need to watch Aaron Jones play this week and make your determination off that. But Eckler and Aaron Jones will be fighting hmm. for your fourth running back spot, I believe, unless Singletary gets hurt or craps the bed or looks very questionable. You know, we'll see. Yeah, yeah I, I, love, I love a Chan this week, though, man. I love him this week. That's one of my top plays, I believe. All right, bro. Appreciate you. All right, thanks. Appreciate yeah. it. Peace. Travis Rowe, you were live. Uh, hey, Smitty. I uh, I just saw on Twitter that I think it's Tom Pelissero is saying Madison is expected to play now. I, I know we have to wait for more information, but that could change some things for people just – just so people know. That's horrible timing. That's, That's good. <clears throat> no, no. <clears throat> That's horrible timing. We'll see. We'll see. It's, it's, yeah. Uh, Big Red was just just literally saying in the chat, he was saying, I, I'm hoping uh, I get good news that Madison won't play tomorrow. And right then I saw yeah. the tweet come through. Okay, so, underdogs. So here, here is uh, here's from Twitter. Tom Pelissero is the one reporting on this. And here's the tweet right now. It was one minute ago. Alexander Madison ankle is expected to play today against Detroit. Uh, today is, even for me, it's today. It's 12.05. Uh, Merry Christmas Eve to everybody watching right now. Uh, running back Madison expected to play against the Lions. He's not 100%. Expect Minnesota to keep riding Ty Chandler. Yeah, I think that's gonna. that was going to be my take, um, even before I read that, is that I don't think he's healthy enough and I don't know that he's even in favor anymore like he's expected to, to play but will he get four carries I, I'm still riding Chandler pretty comfortably uh, pause walking into week number 16 I, I think it's, it's he's still a safe play he's still a real safe play Jeez. yeah it, it wouldn't it wouldn't change my my thoughts on it much either but I know there's some people who just like will want the safer play in their mind and they'll want to steer clear. So I just wanted to point that out. Yeah. All right. Good, good call. All right. Hang tight, uh, Travis. Let me circle around here. So red, I'll come back to you. Ron, I'll come back to you. Travis, I'll come back to you. Uh, Juan, Juan Millie from Dallas. What's up, Smitty? Thanks for taking my call, bro. No problem, man. Hey, let me give you a little context. Um, I just went up against Puka. He had 35 in my league. I started Olave. He had 25 in my league. He had he played prior move with a donut. I have the 
uh, Tua Moster stack. He has the Dak Pollard stack. I'm starting CMC and Jameer Gibbs. He's starting um, uh, what's the boy from Arizona? Connor. Yeah, James Connor. And he has Brandon Cooks as a wide receiver too. I want to know if I should start JSN, Nico Collins, or Cortland Sutton as my wide receiver too. And I think I'm going to go Colts over Eagles, DST. I don't mind. How you feel about yeah, that? Yeah, I don't mind that. So JSN, I, I like the Col- Colts. Uh, JSN, Nico, or Sutton. Wow. I mean, Sutton, I'll tell you, I'll get you a touchdown, and I believe him. <laughs> um, I think this is time again. I think it's time again. It's like the awkward receiver. <sighs> yeah. I, I, For some reason, I don't start him, though. <laughs> I continue to just not believe it's going to happen. I, I think... Man, and I got oh, and I got yeah, I got CMC in there. Hopefully, he'll yeah. How we how, let's go around the phone line real quick. Um, let's start with Ron. Ron, how are we feeling about Nico without Stroud? Are we? I'm not feeling that at all. He's coming back. I I really Sutton's come on big time. Um, I like Sutton. Sutton Sutton's been reliable lately. I mean, he's done really well. Yeah, I just I keep I, like the, I agree. I keep disrespecting I him way too much. I, I feel. Um. Yeah, Sutton. Sutton last week. He had uh, he had seventy one yards. Didn't have his touchdown, but I mean he's had a yeah, touch five for seventy. Yeah, he's st- he's still he's had a lot of yards. His yards are better. He's still just doing it, man. Every single week, I'd say he's definitely the safest play. What about New England terrorizing number one? Yeah. I mean, that's definitely a concern. I mean, that, that that's a concern, but there's still usually a, like, when you look at, like, green coated color coordinated, you know, matchup indicators, they're always, like, green. New England's not a, like, a, a red line caution runaway. They're always a pretty solid matchup, but there is, there are a lot of, you know, what about the number one wide receiver and they, you know, shred them another way, but. I don't know. I think Sutton's a I think, Sutton's a contested catching receiver anyway. I don't know if he's going to apply. I, I, he'll go up and grab it, you know. Uh, let's see here. Let well, me, to me, my logic is Sutton's a number one. Nico could get re-injured, and JSN's a number three. So that's what's leading me to Sutton. Yeah, you know, I guess I guess the reason I would lean away from Collins is there's no Stroud and it's Cleveland, and there's but I mean, but, but, and the re-injury factor. Uh, so like that, I don't think you're crazy to be like, yeah. oh my god, how did I not know Nico? Yeah. Nico, it's hard to play him this week. I think Nico, if he had Stroud back this week, I'd put him in. But I, I think I'm, I'm probably going to say Sutton is your safest play. Plus your matchup, what you read to me. Agreed. I feel like you're probably a little favored, so I'd go Sutton, keep it safe, get some points. Okay. Okay, got you, Smitty. One other thing, Smitty. I keep putting in the chat, but you did, you haven't read it. Could you please play Draven's uh, voicemail to Arthur with Arthur Smith? I don't have that on hand. I, I should try and find that at some All point. Right. Yeah. I'll, I'll... Okay, do me a favor then. Let the box score Bobby Rock one. Time. Okay, here you go. Appreciate you. That's my jam, bro. All right, prepare for take one. Later. All right, action. He's a box score on Bobby. 
He's a little sloppy. Boxcore, Bobby. He's a boxcore, Bobby. He's he's so sloppy, Bobby. I appreciate you. Let me get on over to uh, the Red Wood. I got Red on the line on hold, and I got the Red Wood calling in. What's up, Red Wood? Hey, how's it going, Smitty? Um, so you guys related? Is, Are you guys related? No, I don't Different so. woods? Maybe. Maybe different, different cousins or something. Different cuts of wood? <laughs> All right. What can I do for you? Different <laughs> wood, man. Uh, <laughs> so, um, I got... A question, like, so I have, um, I'm, I'm trying to decide between starting HM or uh, Swift. Uh, not to suggest that Swift isn't a good play, because he is, but I'm not, I'm not sitting HM. Okay. So you say so you go HM over Swift? Because yeah. <clears throat> I got Gibbs, I have Gibbs and uh, HM as my other two, so that was a, that's my flex spot. And yeah. then, uh. The other question. So I've got Stafford. I already played Stafford this week, but I guess next week, if Stroud comes back, would you play Stafford or Stroud? I, let's hit it next week. You know what I mean? Yeah. I guess it's a little yeah. early, a little early yeah. to do that. I, I think I think if if there's any question marks, um, who do the who do they play the next week? Uh, week seventeen, Tennessee. You know, yeah. it also depends on what happens. Like if they win this game without Stroud. <laughs> it's gonna be a, gonna more quite a quite a outing for Stroud, but you know, like let's yeah. say, and I'm not saying he won't do well anyway, but you know, maybe they don't even bring him back next week if they lose. Uh, who the hell knows? But Stafford's they, really they, uh, steady. If they lose this game, are they pretty much out of uh, contention? Or uh, like like mathematically, I don't I don't know if I could. Yeah, probably, but pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, and then I've got. Um, would you start? Um, would you start McLaurin? I guess I've my other, my other two. I got JJ and Smith, but <clears throat> McLaurin went off last week. I, I don't know. It, uh, and, and by the way, um, the the Rams face the Giants next week in Week 17, and they're trying to grab yeah. that wild card spot, which I believe they're still going to need next week. To clinch it, like they, you know, they're going to need all both of these next, you know, two weeks. So Stafford's going and the Rams are going to be trying to ball out next week against the Giants. Um, so I lean, I lean Stafford now. As for your question, what, what was the player? Uh, so my receivers, um, I've got right now. I've got JJ and oh. uh, Devontae Smith. Okay, I got Terry on the bench. I don't know Smith. He just he's, he kind of been scaring me. No, we're not. We're not starting McLaurin the against the Jets over <laughs> Devonta Smith, bro. Yeah, that's true. The Jets, man. Yeah, yeah. No. Okay. D Smith, bro. <clears throat> all right, cool. He, yeah, he, that's he, all I was, he, I was mostly wanting to know about the uh, HN or Swift play. Yes, question. Smith's still a wide receiver one to me. Low end wide receiver one. All right, bro. Appreciate you. All right, thanks, man. Redwood to the moon. Uh, let me get this caller here on hold. Four four zero caller. What is your name and where are you calling from? Adrian. 
Adrius. Adrius from Cleveland. What's up, Adrius? Hold tight for me, okay? Actually, go ahead. You're up. What can I do for you? What's going on, man? Quick, I'm down bad. I I need to start two of these four guys. All right, you feel me? Okay. All right, here we go. I'm looking at, I got to start Alex Pierce, Brandon Cooks. Oh, man. Tajay Spears. Adam Thielen, I gotta start two of them full. I love how you, I love how you stop in between, and you give me a breath, and you're like, "Oh man, I'm stressed, bro." Like, stressed I got Pierce, way, I got Cooks. You guys about to read his third option? He goes, "Oh man, <laughs> Spears stealing." <laughs> uh, okay, so Cooks yeah. is Cooks is by far and away your safest player right now, just because he's so touchdown capable, you know. Uh. Right. What did Thielen? What did Thielen even do last week? Uh, it's ugly. I mean, he he he's on the field a lot though. That's it. You yeah. know, he gets targets. He's on <laughs> the field you get points? a lot. He, you get points for that? Time. You get points for being on the field? So maybe. So no, you don't. But for real, let me let me just mention though, this league is full PPR, and you get point two per carry. Ooh, okay. Then then I'm definitely leaning Spears. I think. But I, I don't know that that's going to add up to a ton of value, you know. Let me just look at Pierce's game log lately, though. I, you know, I like Pierce, but I don't know that I trust him. Okay. Uh, well, the only reason I'm the only reason I'm considering him is because Pittman out. Yeah. No. Pip. Yeah. Pip. That's it's a, it's definitely a factor for sure. Um. He he only has like one good game in the last one, two, three, four, five, six. Uh, really, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. I mean, he really doesn't have any good games except for the one. Hundred yards and a touchdown in week number thirteen against the Titans. Atlanta's pretty good against the pass. Um, it's tempting, I guess. You know, could I see Alec Pierce ripping ripping one off? I, I guess, man. I mean, but but you get a little extra points for for rushing attempts. So it's not a bunch of points, but I mean that could add up a little bit. Like Spears. You know, Henry Henry averaged 0.6 yards per carry on 16 carries last week. So you got to wonder if they're going to be like, we got to get something more out of that. But he's had. Or 50- if they just shut it down. Or if they, yeah, they just shut it down for you and they, they don't want to run the brakes off of Derrick Henry. Yeah. Um, 15. Uh, you know, Derrick Henry's brakes have already been run off, though. You know, when you're, you, your your brakes squeak and you break off the, uh, what do you call it? The. I want to say tweeter, but it's not a tweeter. What's it called? The 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 calipers. No, the there's a squ- there's like a, a a little piece of metal that when a you break. Is it called? Is it called a squeal though? Is it, is that the official or is that like a a slang for it though? No, 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 no. Wait, when you have when you have brakes going down, here's here's the 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 brake pad. There's a he's calling it a squeal. Caliper. No, no, no. It's a, squeal. it's a squeal, like like he said. It's a little bar, a little yeah. metal piece. When the brake pad gets low enough, that squeal starts getting used before the brake pad. That's why you hear the. It's it's a warning sign. It's trying to get to you before you get to the brake and the calipers and all that. That's why that squeak is there. It's a it's an actual alarm, in in a sense. Um, my whole point was, God, what a tangent that. Derrick Henry's past breaking that off. Once you break that off, when you break off that squeal, if that's what what it is officially called, then you don't hear the sound anymore. And then people are like, maybe my brakes are okay. 
because <laughs> they're not sque- squealing anymore. <laughs> but it's because you have that squeal there. Anyway, uh, Derrick Henry's broken it off. He's he, there's, there's no there's no saving him. There's no I don't think they're worried about him. So I don't think they're going to have that mentality to save him. I think they want production potentially, or they want to see what Spears is capable of doing for the future. But here's what I'd say. 16 carries, 7 carries, and 9 carries, and back-to-back-to-back games for Spears. So that gives you some little extra incentive to put him in there with a point what per carry? Point two. I mean, that's not a lot, but... what? Can I ask you a question? What did Alec Pierce score yeah. last week, and what did Spears score last week in your format? Last week, uh, Pierce was 2.4. And uh, Spears, uh, 6.9. What about the last two weeks for before that for Spears? Oh, they were nice, man. He had 18 and then 19, somewhere in there. Yeah, I think in your format, I would start Spears. And, and Cooks is really solid for a touchdown. I mean, at least decent for it. So you're not in as bad a shape as you think. Those are pretty w- weirdly good options for you. All right, man. Hey, listen, thanks for taking the time, bro. Thanks for the mechanic lesson. I appreciate it a lot. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a mechanic. I'm not uh, giving mechanical advice. Appreciate you later, bro. Uh, Theo from Illinois. How are your brake pads, bro? How's your squeal? Uh, um, <laughs> they're good. Um, would you start Zeke, uh, Devonta Smith, or James Conner? And also, Happy New Year's Eve. Yeah, same. No, it's Happy Happy New Year's Eve to you as well. Uh, Zeke, Connor. Okay, let's throw Zeke out. Like, I'm not not saying anything can't happen, but, I mean, this guy's guy's getting you two yards per carry. Looks really, really bad running the ball. He's just surviving with catches. I'm not excited about Zeke. Connor and who was the other one? Your boy, uh, Devonta Smith. Smith, yeah, that's uh, and I'm, you're starting one of these guys. Uh, yeah, unless you want me to start uh, both of them over Devonta Adams. Hmm. That's actually a debate to be had. I would say. So Connor is really, really one of those guys that like. I don't know why he's not a. a, a he doesn't feel like a great play because he is. Whenever he's healthy and on yeah. the field, and the Cardinals love to run the ball with him, they, they're very comfortable giving him as many carries as he can take before he breaks. Uh, Ron just said he ate some tuna fish. <laughs> I I don't uh, I don't know on this one. Can, can we go to a chat vote on this one, please? Guys, vote on this. Connor, Smith, Adams, ranked all three of them. Don't just give me one name. Rank all three. Connor... Devontae Smith, Adams, please rank in this chance. This super chat here real quick. Let me get this off the board. Standard league need to start three. Bijan, Monty, Achan, Taylor, Kenneth Walker, Swift. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you, Chance. I'm going to say pretty easy for me. I'm going to go Taylor, Achan, and maybe not easy. Taylor and Achan for sure. Those are locked for me. Taylor without Moss should do really well. It's between Walker, Swift, Bijan, Monty. I guess I go, damn, bro. Can we get a vote on that one too, chat? Please vote in order. Rank them. Bijan, Walker, Swift, Monty. Bijan, Walker, Swift, Monty. 
Bijan Walker, Swift, Monty. Please rank those running backs right now. Ron, rank them. Bijan, Swift, Walker, Monty. Walker? Walker, Monte, Bijan, or Swift, and then Bijan. Okay, and then and then Buddy says Connor, Smith, and Adams for your question, Theo. Uh, Connor, Buddy right. says Connor. Um, Adams, Connor, Smith says Juan. Go Smith says rise above. Um, Travis, who's I think still on the phone, says Connor, Adam, Smith. So you kind of get in a mixed bag. I, I wish I could give you a really good assessment here. I would say that Connor's probably your safest play. And then between these two, I, between Adams and, and Smith, I probably lean toward Devonta Smith. So I maybe lean Devonta Smith and Connor over Adams, but I don't know. I don't know on that one because I mean, God, I like Adams a lot, but how is he going to do against KC? Probably going to be from playing from behind, but you never know. I mean, look at look at the Steeler game. I, I walked into that game. I don't know if anybody remembers what I said right before I ended the live stream. I was like, man. I said, and about Pickens, I'm like, Pickens, he's dead to me until he does something. <laughs> and he goes, he definitely, he means a lot to me now. He's he's back in my good graces. I really, really like Pickens. Did I say Pittman? Pickens? Pickens is back in my, okay, Pickens, yeah, he's back in my good graces. I did start him, like I said, in two out of six leagues, but I admittedly, I'm being honest, I sat him in four leagues because... I had other options that were – they probably did really well. Like one of them was T. Higgins. Higgins had 140 yards and a touchdown. I, I couldn't have known that was going to get outdone by Pickens. But um, all right, bro, I, I wish I could help you out better on this. I would just say I, I lean toward Connor and Devontae Smith. All right. Thank you. Uh, have a yeah. good night. All right, later, bro. Does anybody disagree with Connor and Devonta Smith here? Does anybody want Adams instead of Smith? Let's go to Carl. Car- Carl, do you like Devonta Smith or Adams more this week? Uh, you know what? I got to say Devonta Smith. It's, it's a toss. It's tough, man. It's tough. Uh, what can I do for you, Carl? Uh, yes, uh, I want to um, – who should I start, Jordan Love or Joe Flacco? <laughs> Uh, I mean, Flacco's like not a very like fun play, but he's probably, I mean, he's probably safer, man. I I mean, Love's got a good matchup. I I know he's missing some guys, like Ron alluded to earlier, but he's got a good matchup. Um, but but at the same time, it's like Flacco's been doing it. He's also got Houston without Stroud. I think you know Houston's a very fun team to root for, and they and they've got good coaching. They're, I I think they're set up really nicely. They got elite wide receivers that are underrated. They got they got a potential nice running back in the Singletary, but I think they need to bring in a stud RB. I think that would be the difference maker. But I I think that without Stroud, without Tank Dell, it's just a different team. You know, I I think it's fun to root for him, but I don't know, man. I think without without their big guns, this team, this defense will get run down. It's not going to be a good day for them. You never know. You never know. It's the NFL. But I think you're probably looking at uh, Flacco having one of those two, three TD games where we're just like, come on. 
<laughs> you know, like this isn't this isn't really Flacco. It's he's kind of propped up right now, but it is what it is. Over three hundred yards a game, too. I know. Yeah. It's 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 not a it's not a sexy play, but it's like it's working. You know. So I, I get. I guess logic says put Flacco in. I can't guarantee it. I, I offer no guarantees for that, but I mean, Flacco's been the you guy. Know he's gonna, you know where he's going to fall on his face. I guess. I guess Lovegood too. I mean, yeah, I'm worried he's going to fall on his face. That's kind of like how I started it all. But I just feel like, yeah. I feel like Houston, no Stroud, no no, no Tank Dell. Sure, Nico's back, but who knows how healthy he is? Like, I don't know. Uh, uh, Cleveland, Cle- Cleveland also, Cleveland also needs to really win this game. You know, they need to, they need to secure their lead that they have right now on one of those wild card spots. Like they're the front runner for it if they win this game. You know, their defense could put him in some good field position too. Yeah, I guess we think of that. Yeah, defense is so key to a, a Flacco touchdown. You know, having a ha- get the ball at the forty yard line instead of getting it at the you know pinned in the inside the ten. But I mean, Flacco will break eventually. You know whether it's in, it's going to be in the playoffs, first round. You know he's going to snap in half. I want but... Cleveland. What, Ron? All right, thank you guys. I want Cleveland. You're breaking up, Ron. I said I want Cleveland to lose. Oh, I'm sure you do. I'm sure you do. Um, hey, I got a 828 caller on the line. Who is this? Where are you calling from, 828 caller? What's your name? I'm out of Charlotte. Gorilla Kid, my man. What's up, Gorilla Kid out of yeah, Charlotte? Uh, I, be, I, I usually uh, send you super chats. Yeah, you like do. first time calling in. Yes, you do. I'm going to put you in the phone line so you can call in a little easier now. Oh, yeah. Um I had a question for you though. One running back, one wide receiver, one flex. We got Pacheco, we got Bijan, we got Noah Brown, we got Garrett Wilson, and we got Flowers. Um Okay, so Noah Brown doesn't really he's capable, but I don't know that I'm going Noah Brown with Collins back without Stroud you know I liked him last week and he had 86 yards I think and a touch so he did good I, I was a great play I liked him last I, he was definitely a sneaky start for me but I think from what you you read off Pacheco Bijan Garrett Wilson Noah Brown and who was the last person Flowers. Fla- uh, who? Flowers so I think it's between Garrett Wilson and Flowers um Let's go around the phone line. Travis, Garrett Wilson or Flowers? And and why? And why? Flowers, just because the, the quarterback situation in New York worries me. Yeah, I can understand that. Ron, Flowers or Garrett Wilson? Is Garrett Wilson going to overcome his situation? Is Flowers going to – he's questionable for Monday, as uh, uh, another caller alluded to. Who's just playing Who's the Jets playing? The Jets are playing the Washington Commanders. Great I'm Garrett Wilson. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of with Ron on this. The only reason well, see, why I'm leaning, I'm leaning Garrett Wilson, but yeah, you know, you play, you play, uh Is your running back Pacheco or is it Bijan? 
Uh, well, didn't you say one of them can be a flex? Yeah, one of them can also be a flex. Yeah, I'm, so I'm looking at Pacheco and Garrett Wilson and Bijan on my flex. Is what I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah. So th- this th- my my three are are are. I, I don't know if you can see the show right now on the on the board, but Pacheco. Yeah, I got, yeah, I got to go on the TV. Yeah, Pacheco, Bijan, Garrett Wilson. Okay, and when I sent my super chat in, you said you needed to know my flex because we were talking about Kelsey or McBride. Oh, okay. So you can put Kelsey. Kelsey in place of Garrett Wilson. Then is what you're asking me. No, you. Meant, I was asking you. And, yeah. are, would you start Kelsey or McBride? And you wanted to know what my right. flex options were. Oh, okay, is this a different team? No, it's the same team. Okay, so like I, I said, Garrett Wilson. Yeah, Garrett Wilson's your flex, in my opinion. Garrett Wilson's your your flex. Your your or or Bijan. Oh, because you have a wide receiver. Damn it. Okay, I see what you're saying. Okay, so your your yeah, one your one R. Yeah, your wide receiver is Wilson, and your your flex is Pacheco or Bijan. Okay. Uh. Okay. So let's. I guess let's go around the phone line now. Guys, do you like Kelsey over either one of Bijan Pacheco? Pacheco coming back from injury, but, you know, they say he's going to play, but we haven't really been told he's getting the full workload. McKinnon's out, though, which sucks. But McKinnon's out. That means Clyde will still be somewhat involved. Are we thinking they take it easy on Pacheco? And are we going to say put Kelsey in? I kind of feel like I would go Kelsey over Pacheco. I know Kelsey's been. I think been... Kelsey's going this week. I think yeah. uh, I, I just something in my gut tells me Kelsey's going to have have quite a game. This yeah, week. yeah. I think this if it doesn't happen this week, then like Diggs, we're going to start panicking and being like, okay, he's he's freaking put a fork in him. But I, I think that this is the best move, man. I go Bijan Wilson Kelsey. <sighs> Against the Raiders, I'm saying Kelsey's best game all season. Yeah, I, we'll I, see. We'll see. I have to. I have to have one running back, but I can put one of those running backs on the flex, and then I need a wide receiver, which will be Wilson. But what tight end do I use? McBride. McBride. McBride's. McBride's not even a debate. He's your number one tight end. It's Kelsey either going in your flex spot or on the bench, and I don't yeah, I, think I can't, I can't use. The, I can't use Kelsey on my flex, so that can't work. So it's either between Bijan, Flowers, and Wilson for the flex, or Bijan and Flowers. I thought you were. I thought we were debating. I'm flowers. Okay, so you. Okay, I thought you said you could use Kelsey or your flex. Okay. Really, you can't start Kelsey as your flex. What kind of league is this? Yeah, it's not my league. Are you sure there isn't like if you look at the flex options, there's not a an additional flex? No, I can't. Nobody, nobody in my league has started two tight ends. You can't start two. That tight is really tight ridiculous, bro. That is really ridiculous. Now, that big did though. I mean, McBride and Kelsey. I mean, I mean, does anybody on the phone line have the balls to put McBride on the bench over Kelsey, or vice versa? If you want to say put Kelsey no. on the bench, because the problem is, I'm I'm with Ron. I'm in Ron's. I'm with Ron on this agreement. I I Kelsey is. This is it. Like, if he doesn't do it this week, we're all going to really, really, really question whether you would even consider playing him against McBride. Right now, it's like t- you're torn, but you lean McBride because McBride's been playing like fire. McBride's been eating, but, you know, with Marquise Brown down, McBride's going to get all the looks where Kelsey's got so many other options because Mahomes will piss you the fuck off by passing it off to somebody else when Kelsey's wide open. 
McBride. I, I'm not even really torn. Like, I don't. In, I'm in, playing Kelsey I'm, McBride this. If it was I'm, me, I, that's I, my. I'm playing. I'm playing McBride, and if if I had to, I know I know it can be an unpopular opinion, but um, if I had to, I'd let Kelsey show me that he's back before I played him in that situation. He already has the, the yeah, year. Yeah. Who, do, who does like, the Cardinals have this week? Uh, Cardinals have I mean, the Bears. Kelsey's, the Bears is a cake matchup Bears. for him. It's a cake matchup Bears for him. Bears have been playing better defense lately, though, right? Yeah, but for, he, he's going to get fed. Um, yeah, statistically, get it's fed. a cake matchup. Uh, Travis Kelsey also has a very, very cake matchup against the the Raiders, though on paper. I mean, I think he put up numbers against the Raiders last time they played. <sighs> That's tough, bro. I, I'm, week, you know, he's just kind of been. I don't know. Kelsey's been kind of been ah lately. You know, he bro, gets it done, but it's not. He, I'll I'll say this though, bro. I'll say this is probably the toughest. I you see. When you first said this, I could have swore you were saying it like you could use Kelsey in the flex, but that sucks, bro. I, I would say this is no, probably the toughest question. <laughs> This is probably the toughest question of the week. Uh, and I, I don't think there's an easy way to answer this. I think that you're going to get a lot of mixed uh, motions. I think most people are going to say it out of uh, uh, anger of Kelsey not stepping up. They're going to say, um, you got to start McBride. But the, the stats aren't going to lie. McBride has been on fire, bro. Kelsey has not. I think Kelsey has Whoa. a chance, like Ron said, I'm, I'm very, very, very much, this is why I told you to call in is I'm very much in the camp of find a way to play both of them. Anybody in this situation, you can't bench Kelsey. He he has to because he has no other option. You can't bench Kelsey. You got to start him as your flex. You can't bench McBride. He's your tight end one. He This guy, Kelsey, doesn't stand a chance to unseat McBride because McBride has absolutely been on fire. But I would 100% in anyone else's shoes try and find a way to play both of them. But good God, man, you're... Trey McBride, listen to Trey McBride's game log. Last um, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven games, 95 yards, 22. But that 95-yard game, he had a touchdown. The next game, 131 yards, 43. He had uh, 60, 89, 102. In that 89-yard game, he had a touchdown. I mean, he's just been on fire. The last, you know, since week number seven... I kind of scooped McBride up because I had to pick somebody for when Kelsey had a, a bye, right? But the thing about it is I haven't even sat Kelsey yet besides that one week. So I ain't even using McBride yet. So. I know. I don't know. I don't know. This one's this one's he's tough. On the bench and he, he's on the bench and he's in the 20s every week. It's like, fuck, you can't sit Kelsey. But, like, this guy's, like, going off. So. I hear you, bro. Well, all I can tell. Kelsey, multiple touchdowns this weekend. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I, I, I was gonna. It's a rivalry game too, and there's there's not really any bigger rivalry. Than, I mean, Kansas City and the Raiders, those two, they they just uh, they get up big for this game every time. It's kind of like the Steelers Baltimore game; they get up big time whenever they play. And uh, I, I guess, I guess the Kelsey's. I guess the way I would say it is that I think there's a really good chance that if Kelsey goes off, McBride's still going to go off and they'll be even. That's kind of where my mind's going is that like McBride's got a really good chance at double-digit targets this week, which means he's going to get seven or eight receptions. That's seven or eight points right there. That's like a touchdown. And let's say he only gets 95 yards. That's a massive game still. 
Um, and, and even if Kelsey does score two touchdowns and has 95 yards, like, are they going to be that far off? I, I just think you can't sit, you can't sit McBride right now, but good God, man, that, that's crazy. You can't use your, your tight end, your second tight end in a flex spot. Usually that's a, that's like a downgrade. You know, that's ridiculous. All right, bro. What, 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 the plus side about it is I did start Puka this week, so he did help me out. That's good. All right, bro. Appreciate you, Gorilla. Call in any time. Later. Hey, man. I'll talk to you later. Good to see you, Smitty, man. All right. Later. Uh, let's go to Brandon. Brandon uh, from Mini. You're live. L- last caller, and then I'm going to circle around, and, and everybody's going to say their, their hey, piece. Smitty. What's up? Um, so, would you would you rather start uh, Chandler if Madison is playing, or would you rather hold out for Jacobs? I also have Zamir White on the bench. Um, it's a good question. Oh man, you know O'Connell likes throwing the ball to Jacobs. If I remember correctly, didn't Jacobs have like a 10 target game with him or something like that. Uh, so if they get yeah, down, like yeah, if they get down to KC or I'm sorry. Yeah. KC. If the, on Monday night, if the, the Vegas, the Raiders get down, they could certainly still throw to Jacob. So it's not a bad play. I guess I'd probably say, give me the hot hand in channel. Ah, I mean, you got Zimmer white though. So you're kind of safe, man. Um, yeah, I was, I was figuring, you know, I mean, I think even if Madison plays Chandler is still, going to be the lead back but i mean i think it might still be somewhat of a committee right i love chandler though he looks so fast bro he looks so quick he look like every carry feels like he's gonna rip it off for a touchdown though you know the only the only only drawback to uh white is he he won't catch many passes or he's not likely to abdullah well if if that's what happens chad are we going zamir or are we going uh chad are we gonna go chandler over even if jacobs were playing is chandler just uh a locked-in player that we just say, let's let it ride, people. Let's let it ride. Who cares about Madison maybe playing? He's 132 yards, 5.74 carry, 4.3840, I believe is his 40 time. One touchdown, four targets, 25 receiving yards, so he's definitely getting catches. Back-to-back games with three receptions. I, I, I mean, Chandler, it's a tough matchup against Detroit on the, on the ground, but good God, man. I mean, I just I feel like... I feel like Chandler, um, b- both of the Vikings and Raiders, not guaranteed because we just saw what the Steelers did to the Bengals. And, mm. and you know, we thought we thought that might not happen, right? You know, just the way that the Steelers have been playing. Anything can happen. But the odds are, odds are, Jacobs and Chandler will both be playing from behind at some point. Maybe not. And so I think I think they both can survive catching passes. So I don't think any of that is different. Those all seem to be kind of lined up. I go Chandler. The chat says Chandler, Chandler, um, Chandler, Chandler. The dude is Pacheco 2.0. I mean, there you there you have it, man. Chandler he wins the vote. Okay, okay. And, and I feel like the Vikings, you know, I'm not saying they're going to win, but I think they stand a fighting chance. They do. Be in the game, you know. They, they do. With their new quarterback. 
Yeah, they, they certainly do. That's why, like I said, they stand as much of a chance as the Steelers did tonight, and the Steelers, you know, blasted the Bengals to pieces. So Vikings could do the same thing. Uh, the Raiders could beat the Chiefs too. It, th- there is a potential for, honestly, um, on Monday night between the three games, Baltimore beating the the Niners would be somewhat of an upset, but not a crazy upset. It would just be a high level two of the best teams in the NFL. Everybody's expecting the Niners to win and they don't. And then everyone's going to be like, the Ravens are the best team in the league because they beat the best team in the league. Um, I don't think the Eagles lose to the Giants. It's possible. <laughs> Anything's possible. That's in Philly. So of the Monday night games, the three Monday night Christmas games, the one that has the most upset potential is the Raiders beating the Chiefs because the Chiefs have been totally uh, you know, off kilter. Um, if, if Taylor Swift's in house, anything can get derailed because Kelsey will be looking up there and, and distracted and <laughs> looking at the alpha, his alpha and say, may I, may I go onto the field? <laughs> He's probably got he Taylor Swift songs in his pot. You what? He gets all extra upset when he misses a catch. Like, oh, yeah, she saw that. She saw that. He got Taylor Swift songs in his AirPods, you know, when they're in warm up. Like something's changed, man. I mean, we we all we all can sit here and act like you know, like he's got the life. Okay, let's not pretend like the poor guy is. You know, he's he he. You know, he's she ma- she makes in one night what he makes, uh, you know, in a year, if not way more. And so, like he he's not. No one's no one's crying boohoo for his situation. You know where he's where he's headed. <laughs> But from a football perspective, it feels like he's falling apart, obviously. So, you know, I, I, I just uh, – if there is an upset game here, it would be that Chief game. So I don't know, know why I got on that tangent. I think I was just saying that the Jacobs potentially could potentially get a lot of run more than we think between the tackles. But my guess is the Chiefs do make a statement, start getting in playoff mode. Kelsey does have a big game. Mahomes does have a huge game. Pacheco may or may not be used like we think, and I don't think that would be a shock because he's coming back from shoulder surgery. That guy runs so hard, man. He, I wouldn't be surprised if he put himself in the hospital by halftime. He's just he's such a hard runner. But I, I go Chandler. Chandler looks explosive. He's fresh. Uh, could break off any carry. You know, he, like when he gets the ball, it's just like, oh my god, is he gonna? Is he gonna? It reminds me of A Chan in a way. When A Chan gets the ball, you're holding your breath. There, there are about three or four players in the National Football League at the running back position, maybe five. Every carry they get, I hold my breath. I find myself holding my breath, man. It's weird. Brees Hall gets a carry. I'm, not, I'm just sitting there waiting. You know, Chandler's one of them. A-Chan's another one. Gibbs is another one. I, I, because, you, like, you feel like they could take any carry house at any moment. And so Chandler falls in that, that ballpark. Not saying he's as good long-term, we'll, we'll kind of see. He could just be a one-year wonder type guy, but he certainly feels like he could rip one to the house at any moment. All right, bro, appreciate you. Yeah. Brandon. Yeah, thanks, man. Appreciate it. All right, it. later. Uh, Red, final thoughts, Red. Okay. Um, last question. I'm, I'm going to bed. Um, then I'll get to these Defense-wise, I have the Cowboys defense. I picked up Chicago's defense. Because of the matchup with San Francisco, I don't see I don't see the Cowboys putting up more than maybe maybe five points, if that. I mean, they put up negative one point last week, right? You don't the Cowboys defense. 
I I don't know that yeah. I'd, I don't I don't think I'd say that they could they could put up like they could put up on a special teams alone or, or picking up a fumble you know like could could most they put up negative one against Buffalo last week though bro I know but they're, they're, are, who's the number one defense in the league still is it still Dallas. I think it's still Dallas. Yeah, I mean, come but, on. I mean, I know they've played bad, but teams go on on uh, have droughts, you know, of fantasy points. But I, I wouldn't sit here and say, oh, San Fran against Miami. Hey, bro, Tua Tua's been known to throw some some ill advised passes, and and Hill's been banged up. You know, what if Hill comes out of the game? Um, the the football has been fumbled by by this running stable. You know, this year, Tua hasn't I mean, gotten hit a lot. And if Tua gets rocked a couple times, he could fumble the football. He could get. I mean, I'm special teams touchdown, a uh, a tip pass, pick six, like 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 the Colts I mean, the, the other week. Standpoint, but Chicago's got 15 points the last three weeks in a row. I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying I wouldn't play Chicago. I'm just merely defending that your comment was like. As if it's a guarantee that oh they're not going to get more than four or five points because of last week I, I don't think I could, I don't think I would think like that, but the Bears have been playing a lot better. They have been, but I will say this: the the Cardinals are not really like they they feel like a team that I don't want to say they don't make mistakes because they do, especially when they're fighting against a really tough team that ends up wearing them down and then they start throwing making mistakes. But the Cardinals are like a I don't know. They, they're kind of like a disruptor. They, they're just they, they're they're as the Niner fans put it, the the Redbirds didn't go away easily. Is what a couple Niner big Niner communities said about the Cardinals. But we eventually wore them into the ground. But they didn't go away easily. And I'm just saying, I don't know that it's, it's going to be a lock to do what you think against the Cardinals. That I agree to the standpoint, but I watched that Buffalo game, man. They looked lost in that field. Like they, they, they did not look there. They had to play ball and, and between the offense and the defense, both. Like they just they looked lost in the field against Buffalo. And and I think what was it? Uh, Cowboys away or like what three and four away during the season? Yeah, but I'm worried about points, not records or whatever. Um. So Cowboys had 14 points against the Eagles uh, last week in my league here. They had one point. I know they might have had negative for you or whatever, but Seattle minus one point, Carolina 22 points, Giants eight points, Philly four points. So Philly they had four points and 14 points in their two matchups against Philly. The Rams a very very tough team for defenses. I don't care how good the defense is to compete against the Rams and the Rams they had 15 points. New England, 28, I get it. Giants, 40, I get it. Jets, 16 in week two, I get it. So, you know, some of these points are against very, very good opponents. I, I understand it, but Miami doesn't feel, even though I think Miami can win this, could win this game, they don't feel like a team that's incapable of mistakes, though. That's my only That's my only thing here. Uh, let's go around the, so let's go around the phone line. Please. Let's go around the phone line, and let's go to the chat. Does everybody agree Chicago... Who has been scoring really well, double digit points the last two weeks? Chicago, um, and this is uh, in Chicago. Chicago versus AZ at home in Chicago, or Dallas. Um, or do you guys like the Dallas Cowboys 
um, on the road against Miami. So this is at Miami. So which one do you guys like? Dallas or Chicago? Vote in the chat. And then let's go around the phone line. Ron, do you like the Chicago Bears versus the Cardinals or Dallas um, versus the Dolphins? Yeah, I said I said Chicago's been playing pretty tough defense. That's why. And then with Arizona down some receivers and all that, it's going to be very easy for them to target McBride. So I know everybody's waiting for McBride to have this great game, but I think Chicago's defense over Dallas on the road because Dallas isn't playing good on the road at all. I don't hate the take. I just was defending again. I was just defending that Dallas is like a lock to score two or three, four points. Uh, you know what I would say? Uh, who am I talking to? Who's on the phone? Red, 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 red. Trust your gut on this one, and your gut, your gut is screaming Dallas. Or I'm sorry, Chicago. Your gut is you are you are literally you know defending them to the bitter end. So like if you don't go Chicago and they blow up, you're you're, you're going to be so upset. So the the answer is Chicago. I'll even I I'm not saying my vote is Dallas. I was merely defending Dallas because I think I think they're not getting defended at all as in they're the number one defense in fantasy. But I would I would say that that this is a good week to do it, and I would even tell you. Don't listen to me over your gut because I'm merely wavering. I'm merely, but I'm not saying I wouldn't go Chicago anyway. I'm just, I'm just saying it's closer than it sounds. But I would go, I would go Chicago because you're, you're leaning that way. The chat has said Chicago pretty overwhelmingly. There have been a couple Dallas votes. Ron said Chicago. Um, but uh, you know, I, I just think it's closer than it's being made out to be. Is all I'm arguing. I get you, brother. Yeah, I, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I think Chicago is a top five defense rest of the year, honestly. And I, I, I like Dallas too, but over the past month, they've kind of, you know, kind of fell back into the middle of the pack. So, but the thing with Dallas is they can have a 25, 30 point game anytime, too. 100%. But what, what was it with Diggs still? Is he still out for Cowboys? Um, let yeah, still up. yeah. Let me let me see. Yeah, for the year, yeah. Isn't he? yeah. Uh, what, what I would what I would say, bro, is also just kind of in favor of your take, your Chicago take, anyway. Um. Yeah, yeah. Digs out for the year. Uh, torn ACL, right? I thought, yeah. Yeah. It wasn't like it was a, a stretched ACL or something. Um bro, I uh, here here's what I'll here's what I'll say. I'm very much thinking the Dolphins have a good game anyway. And, and yeah. again, again they could scoop up a, a you know, a fumble. You know, they they could it could be a very good game by Tua, but a tip pick six. I mean, anything can happen, special teams TD whatever. But I do think that that with Hill on the field, with A-Chan on the field, and the Dallas Cowboys struggling, it's not crazy. All right, Red, I got to go. Appreciate you, bro. Hi, bro. Merry Christmas, brother. Yeah, you too. All right, uh, final thoughts, Ron Navy? 
Yeah, your boxcar Bobby song. Did somebody kick you in the nuts so you could hit those high notes or not? And yeah. And the other thing I got is you were supposed to like uh, remember the the toilet bowl you were toilet flush you were supposed to come up with. You forgot all about that. Yeah, you? I do have to figure that out. <laughs> toilet flush. We'll, we'll we'll get that taken care of. Uh, to- toilet take. That's a that's a toilet take. We'll just flush it down the drain. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, box score, so, Ronnie. Anyways, I think I think we're gonna have uh, I think we're gonna have some very big sweats tomorrow. I mean, this is crazy, and it just doesn't end tomorrow. Then we got three games on Monday. It's gonna be a crazy next couple of days. I tell you what, some people are gonna be happy, and some of us are gonna be crying a river. All right. Later, box score, Ronnie. We'll see you later. All right, later. Uh, Travis, any final thoughts? Um, yeah, just a couple quick things. Um, one, when you guys are talking about Kelsey, he is way overdue because I think he has sure. one touchdown since week seven, and that's just that's crazy from Kelsey. Like, you have to think he's going to score. Yeah, um, and, and he doesn't and look not, awful when he's playing. It's just been – been a lot of things yeah his, honestly. Yardage, his yardage is still okay you know so if, if he ends up he could easily still get 80 and a touchdown and then you got a pretty good day out of him so yeah but um and the, the only other thing i was going to say was um about dallas I, I wonder i guess we'll see if um if they kind of got exposed a little bit with and the bills kind of showed teams how to beat them with that you know, the quick hitting run and the quick passes that to cook now. Maybe yeah. that was just an outlier, but seems like the Dolphins match up pretty good with that. Yeah. So, and and, and uh, Miami Miami Mike McDaniel is such a mastermind. You know, he, he's a he's a Kyle Shanahan savant graduate. So he you know, he his scheme yeah. is amazing. Yeah, he's got a lot of things he's gotta work out and but you know, they've they've got it going on pretty good. All right, Travis, appreciate you, bro. Yeah. What were you? What were you saying earlier? Che- you were saying check a what? message. You were saying check a message earlier. Uh, yeah, I I think he just came in to crap all over the all over the whole show. He he was he was I couldn't even show it. I just hid hid the message. I was just telling you to take a look because it's someone you might want to block. But he never even came back. So what was the, What was the name? I tried typing it. I didn't see it in there. The username was just Texas. And he was really angry. I forget who who it was that um, didn't play well for him. Oh yeah, all right, all right. Uh, see you later, Travis. Appreciate you later. Later, buddy. Bye. Yeah, pe- people that do that, you're gonna be, you're gonna be gone. You know, if you do that, no, no one's gonna, no one needs you around. It doesn't matter about. There's no differing opinions. It's like you come in to be, be a, a total, you know, nuisance. Why, why would you think we're gonna keep you around? Uh, Super Chat, sorry about the delay. This one from GOAT, $2 hauler, need two running backs and one flex. Garrett Wilson, Aaron Jones, Monty Swift. I'm going to go Swift, Monty, and Aaron Jones. Boy, God, that's a tough one. I, I you, If you want to wait on Aaron Jones, Garrett Wilson over Aaron Jones is fine. And In fact, if you guys want to vote on Aaron Jones or Garrett Wilson, please vote which one you like better. Thank you, GOAT. Sorry about the delay. And uh, this one here, Super Chat, sorry for the delay. Snush, appreciate appreciate you. One, okay, so PPR bench one. Pollard, A-Chan, Rashad White, Monty. 
probably God, you know the moment you bench Monty, he's got three touchdowns. I I guess if you want safety, bench Pollard over Monty, but you start Monty for safety. But if you want big swing upside, a little bit of risk, and you're okay with the risk, then go Pollard over Monty. But super tough. Isaac, appreciate you. Would you sit one of Pollard, Bijan, K. Walker for Ty Chandler? Uh, Chad, are we sitting? Are we sitting Walker or Pollard for Chandler? If so, please say yes and give me the player name. Are we sitting one of Walker or Pollard for Chandler? Let's uh, let's let's give him some group think on that one, and then Chance, appreciate you. Start three: Bijan, Monty, Achan, Taylor, Kenneth Walker. Swift, Merry Christmas. I think this is an old one. I think I already answered this one, but I'll answer it again just in case. I would say Achan, Taylor, and probably... Oh, I think we're waiting on a vote on this one. So I don't know what the chat vote voted chance, but my answer, final answer would be Achan, Taylor, and Walker. I'd slightly lean Walker. If Walker looks questionable at all, then I would I would take a, a slight turn and put in... Uh, I guess Bijan. It's close, bro. All right. I thank you all for being here. You guys all absolutely rock. We got to sit Pollard on that. Sit Pollard. Sit Chandler for Walker, says Theo. All right. Hopefully some of those helped you guys out. I'm sorry for the delay on some of those super chats there that at the end there. My bad. I'll see you all tomorrow. Thank you for joining me. Uh, Merry Christmas Eve to all of you. It's 1 a.m. my time. It's 3 a.m. Eastern. And uh, we'll be live probably before kickoff tomorrow. The games start at... Uh, let me just take a little peek because it's you know Christmas Eve. And I just want to see if I have my bearings on, <laughs> on the start time. Uh, normal time, okay. So 11 a.m. my time, that's 1 p.m. Eastern. We'll be live for about an hour before kickoff. And, uh, yeah, I'll be live after the game. So after the New England game, New England-Denver game, which is such a boring game, I'll be live after that game to recap all of the games for Sunday, Christmas Eve day. And then on Christmas Day, I don't know. I'll probably do an, a late stream only. I don't know that I'll be live in the morning or anything. On Christmas Day, I'll be live like midnight Eastern, probably, or a little before to recap all the games. Probably almost live almost immediately after the Niner game, which is the last game of the week on Monday night on Christmas Day. Fantastic game, 6.15 p.m. Game of the week is that Baltimore at San Francisco game. No doubt about it. Game of the week. Amazing game. That's going to be fantastic. There's no other game even close. That's the game of the week by far. Dallas and Miami is probably my second pick, but that is uh, afternoon game for tomorrow. So I will see you all later. Appreciate you guys dropping Super Chats. Uh, man, thank you to uh, my big baller Super Chatting monster, Ray G, coming in strong. He's a unicorn, I tell you. He is a unicorn. $250 hauler. What a what an absolute beast. 
And then we got we got golf coming in with a twenty wad, such a monster himself. Twenty dollar hauler for for golf. Alert, super chat alert. Golf, I appreciate you, my man. Happy holidays. Just dropping a twenty dollar holler to say that. What 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 a monster, Ray G. Appreciate you. Um, other super chatters, uh, Snush, appreciate you, Goat, Sir Isaac, Chance, Gorilla, Kid, who called in, um, Grigor, appreciate you, Vegas, Mark, Trump24, Fallon, TM42, Freddy, TM42, Jimmy the Drunk, uh, Ryan, Guy McFly, appreciate you, again, Ray G, Monster, Anthony, appreciate you, Anthony, pick three, Pollard, HNK9, I think I answered that one, yeah. I'm sitting Pollard of that group, but barely. Pollard and K9, Anthony. Uh, Worldwide West, did I get this one? I did. Uh, Saya, appreciate you with your super chat, Ty Chandler or Devonta Smith. Oh, did I answer this one? Yeah, I did, because it was the Hawkinson and Njoku. I remember that one. I wonder what you all said, because I said Hawkinson by a hair, but Njoku's playing like fire. Uh, Team Zero, Chubbs. Just Sherman, and then Red dropping that first $20 hauler and the first Super Chat of the evening, which gets a standing ovation. I don't know if I did that. Thank you, Red. Appreciate you. I will see you all tomorrow. Merry Christmas Eve.